With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Get a nice little sip of my coffee here. Hold on one second. Show doesn't start until I tell you it does. Mm. Something with Jack Daniels in that. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. My man, Brady Quinn, welcome to the NFL offseason, baby. Uh, I'm so excited for tonight's show. Look, I know a lot of people think that there's not a lot to talk about. Um, But one, this is where we earn our money. And and then I think, two, the other thing is I'm excited about our show. I think this is not hyperbole. I think we've got a guest that's coming up. That could be the future of sports broadcasting. Could also like, I, could also I'm get us fired. Say that. Could also get us fired as well too. Very dangerous. Yeah, but we always run that risk. Um, <laughs> but but in all seriousness, this guy's got a following. He's found a niche, and as things shift to you know games being broadcasted from a digital perspective, I wouldn't be shocked, Jonas. I wouldn't be shocked if this guy had his own uh, channel where you could tune in to just hear him calling the game himself. Now, I don't know if he'd be up for that. I mean, it's a big difference from you know doing 20 to 30-second clips on Instagram to all of a sudden having to call a three-and-a-half-hour, four-hour game. Like That's an entirely different story. But I do think that he could potentially uh, have a future in this, man. I really do. Now, uh, I will let you know this straight up, okay, because we want to be, we want to be very uh, you know, ob- obvious and honest here. On Fox Sports Radio. If that happens and we are not at least guests once or twice on whatever channel he's given, I'm going to be pissed. Okay, I will be pissed off <laughs> well, and bothered not, by it. I'm not talking about like his own channel 24-7. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like if you're tuning into a game. Um, by the way, we should probably say who this is. Uh, okay, yeah. so Bob Mennery is a comedian uh, and a broadcaster. If you've never heard his stuff before, 
uh, listen to it, but put the headphones in because you're not quite sure who's around because they could be very offended by it. But Bob Menery, if you go to his Instagram Instagram account, at Bob Menery, M-E-N-E-R-Y, he does play-by-play of sporting events and plays, and he calls action on whether it's golf, the NFL, the NBA. I saw he just put a video up of the NBA, the Cavs Celtics game earlier today. Um very graphic, a lot of profanity. <laughs> it's, really, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it really, it really is. If you need a good laugh, and if you're not going to take it too seriously, yes. uh, go check it out. Yeah. So he will be with us uh, coming up bottom of the hour. That's a radio term, by the way, for 25 minutes from now, 8:30 Eastern time, 5:30 Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio. So we're looking forward to that. Um, and so Bob Menery will be with us then. I do want to start with because I know a lot of people out there want to immediately jump in and talk about Cavs Celtics. Um, oh, yeah. Eh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I think a better story, okay? Because listen, it's one game; it's the NBA. Nobody's close to the Warriors right now, so do with it what you will. How about the baby finally getting his bottle? Huh? Can we get a round of applause for the Indianapolis Colts, the crybabies of the NFL, who finally found a head coach? About time, guys! About time. 31 other teams picked a guy a long time ago. You finally got to find in your head coach as the Indianapolis Colts hire Frank Reich, the uh, former offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. Thoughts on the hire? Well, can we backtrack for a second? Can can you and I just backtrack? Sure. We really haven't had a drawn-out conversation about what happened with Josh McDaniels. So I'm going to start by asking you, did you think what he did – to the Annapolis Colts, and the, I guess you could say the assistants, even mm-hmm. though they, they were hired, did you think what he did was wrong? No. Changed his mind. Sorry. He, they, he never signed on the dotted line. He never sent them a written contract. They jumped the gun. They went to social media. They announced the hiring, and he had one last meeting with the Patriots, and he changed his mind. This happens all the time in every walk of life. But what I think happened is the Indianapolis Colts knew that Josh McDaniels There was a strong likelihood that he was going to go back to New England no matter what. So I think they jumped the gun. I think they hired all the assistants. I think they went to social media to announce a press conference. And then they came out, and their general manager sounded like he was cutting a pro wrestling promo because he knew what he was going to say. (laughs) He knew exactly where he was going with with the press conference. They wanted to play the victims. They wanted to throw the pity party and get everybody to feel sorry for the Indianapolis Colts. You can try and win the PR battle all you want because you, you keep the assistants around. You don't want to burn those guys and point fingers at what a bad guy Josh McDaniels is. That's fine. Keep winning PR bowls. New England keeps winning Super Bowls. It's why you're a diaper fire, and that's why the organization's been a mess for years. <sighs> <laughs> Do you feel better Oh, now my God. Oh, my God. That is unbelievable. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not even going to touch it because so I agree with you. And I think everything you said was was spot on. And it's oh. not a conspiracy theory that they got wind that maybe Josh McDaniels, especially in, in a losing effort, like maybe he didn't want that to be his last game coaching for the New England Patriots, at least as an assistant, right? Yeah. So I want to transition, though, because there was the narrative by a lot of people out there that, oh, the assistant coaches, I mean, look what he did to them and their families. A couple thoughts on that. For starters, I believe it was only three assistant coaches that were hired full-time. So even though they're not going to be coaching for the head coach they thought they were going to be coaching for, they're getting paid. They're still getting they're paid. paid well. Yes. <laughs> it's so, unbelievable. Like, what, what are we talking about? Like, are, we, are we really that upset that these guys now aren't going to be coaching for Josh McDaniels? They might be happy. Like, they, they might have realized that this is a better scenario for them moving forward because 
what could have played out would have been Josh McDaniels taking that job and after a year realizing, man, I don't want to be in this position anymore. Like, I don't like the ownership here. I don't get along with Jim Irsay or Andrew Luck's shoulders not as healthy as I thought it was coming into this. And, and so now all of a sudden, I want to cut bait. I want to jump ship. And then you're leaving your entire staff kind of thrown to the wind at that point. So it, it probably worked out better that he didn't commit to something that he, he didn't feel 100% right. all in on. And, and, he, and it, so, so it worked out better for the assistants that were hired and even for the ones that weren't hired. If you t- if you were taking it, like say um, you got an offer from, I, I don't know, the SEC network or who, something like that. Like say, say some other network offered you a contract and they said, this is the deal, whatever. Uh, we're going to give you this amount of money, X amount of dollars, all of that. But it's going to involve you moving to another place. And you decide, all right, let's go. Let's, uh, I'm ready to take this job. And a couple of weeks pass by. And then all of a sudden, you and your wife have a conversation. And you start talking. And you guys kind of decide, you know, I really don't want to leave South Florida. Like, I really don't want to leave here. I like it here. If you change your mind and you haven't signed the contract, does that make you a terrible human being because you no. decide you want to stay and, and stick it out where you're currently at because you're happier? Like, what's the problem here? He didn't burn anybody. He never signed a contract. Indiana- that's, that's on Indianapolis. Either they're just dumb or they did it intentionally so they could play the victim. I don't feel <laughs> well, bad for him. Did you hear Chris Ballard talk about the rivalry? Oh, what, God. What rivalry? It, it was a pro Tom wrestling Brady, promo. Tom Brady is 10-3 and three versus the Colts in his career. What rivalry yeah, are you referring it's to? Crazy. It's not even close. Like it's, it's not like they're even, so th- there's no rivalry there. Like You wish you could be as competitive as they are. And, and was Josh McDaniels just supposed to go take the job and be miserable for the next three, four years uh, because he, he wanted to keep his word, or does he want to be happy? Like, like I don't understand why this is so difficult for people. And then you get these reporters and these ball washers in Indianapolis who want to suck up to Jim Irsay because he's going to get him free concert tickets the next time they roll out an Elvis Presley hologram <laughs> on stage, and they want to go, oh my God, he's a weasel and he's a snake in the grass. All right, every one of you that called Josh McDaniels out, next time you go to dinner and you and your wife decide on Chinese food, you better not switch your mind up because it's closed and go eat pizza. Don't don't even go there with me because everybody changes their mind. It's just the most ridiculous outrage I've ever heard. And look, I played for Josh McDaniels, okay? I mean, granted, it was only one season, only 12 games before he got fired. Uh, but there was also a lot of thoughts of people talking about his character and, and who he is as a person. I heard a lot of that, and I, and I sat there and said to myself, this is not the, the coach that I played for, and this was not the, the feeling of, of the locker room when he was there. Like, was there times when he jumped on guys and got up in their face and got on guys? Of course. I mean, there was a terrible start to that 2010 season. I mean, we did not meet expectations, and after a 6-0 start the year before in his first year with Denver, he ended up finishing 2-8. and so I'm sure he felt pressure, and I'm, and I'm sure he was upset with the fact that he wasn't able to sustain what he initially started in Denver. But don't misconstrue that for players in the locker room not liking him. People understood, especially offensively, how brilliant of a coach he was. It doesn't matter who you talk to. Oh, yeah. No one's going to get by that fact, okay? And, and, he's had, and he's had a profound impact on people like Adam Gase, who's now a head coach. Um, you know, Eric Studisville, who took over as the interim head coach, and Mike McCoy, who got a job as a head coach. You know, you know people don't realize that like, there was some decent, you know, coaches on that staff who were a part of that. And, and those guys didn't look at Josh as an enemy, or they, they weren't relieved that he left. Um, that wasn't the case at all. So I, I hate that that narrative all of a sudden came out alongside of this. And the last thing I really don't understand is his agent, 
Bob Lamont. And, and look, I know Bob Lamont. Okay, he represents Charlie Weiss. I've seen him at a number of different events. I don't understand why he felt it was necessary to make this big grandstand about how you know once you break your word, you know it's it's you know as he's moving on and he and he's not going to represent Josh McDaniels anymore. The irony to all this is, do you know who he represents? Chris Ballard. Oh yeah, it's, it's but no, no, but you do you know who else he represents? Who's that? Frank Reich, the head coach, just took over. <laughs> it's so, amazing. So, it's like, unbelievable. My my thing is like I don't understand why he would take that line with Josh McDaniels. One, because he knows that he's going to be the next head coach of the New England Patriots. Yes. That's going to be a big contract, right? Yeah. Because we, we can't sit here and say that there wasn't any guarantee to Josh McDaniels that he isn't going to replace Bill Belichick after one year, maybe two years. Shoot, maybe, maybe later on this spring. Yeah, you never know. No, because, I mean, in all seriousness, think about what happened to Oklahoma last year. Remember Bob Stoops yes. and Lincoln Riley? Yeah. You don't, you, you don't tell me that couldn't potentially happen between Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels where they kind of let things calm down after the Super Bowl and all of a sudden they get their assistance in place and they elevate Josh McDaniels to head coach? You remember Steve Spurrier the year before he walked away midseason? He was telling everybody, I'm not going anywhere. All these rumors of my age and all this stuff is a bunch of hogwash. And what, six weeks later he was out. Out the door and he was gone never to coach again. Like like people change. Like, like I wouldn't be surprised if Belichick decided at the combine or made an announcement in two weeks, I'm going to step away. They can't come out and publicly say that Josh McDaniels is going to be the guy. Here's the other part for Bob Lamont, okay? This is just a reality. You know that Josh McDaniels is probably getting the head coaching job in New England. He's the successor there. Guess what? That means he doesn't need you, bro. He doesn't need you to work out a contract. He can figure it out with him. Josh McDaniels has been a coach in the NFL in some capacity for 12 years. Nine of them have been with New England. He's a Patriot guy. They're going to take care of him. They've already brought him back once after he was out on the street uh, trying to coach offensively in St. Louis, and they brought him back because they loved him so much. He's fine. He didn't do anything wrong. Just the crybabies in Indianapolis make me sick. And just to put a cap on this, okay, for all the people out there who said, well, he, he better get that New England head coaching job, which he will, because he's not going to get another head coaching job. Well, guess what? If this New England job doesn't work out whenever he does take over as the head coach, it's not going to matter because most head coaches only get one, maybe two chances to coach in the NFL. Yep. It's very rare that you see them get a third time around where they're a head coach of an organization. Now, maybe in his case, he's young enough where depending on how things would go in New England, if it didn't work out or it was a shorter time period for whatever reason, maybe he would get one down the road. But for the most part, coaches typically get one chance, maybe two. So if he's sitting there saying, you know what, I'm betting on the New England Patriots in the short term of the place I want to be in the place where if I have one last chance, this is the owner that I want to coach underneath and Robert Kraft, then that makes all the sense in the world to me. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. We just, we each, we like Brady took one foot, I took the other, and we both just put the toe tags on the Indianapolis Colts franchise. <laughs> that was called a beating. 12 minutes of an absolute beating, courtesy of Knox and Quinn. <laughs> Feels so good. By the way, I, I already have BO. Unbelievable how hot it is in this studio. All right, Jonas Stocks, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. We still on? It does on? smell weird. It does. Um, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next, though, we're going to get inside information from Brady Quinn on a huge move that was made in the world of sports. It's going to get juicy, baby. That's next on FSR. Zoot Suit Riot. Is that what this is? Is that crummy Scott? <laughs> is, this? is this Bobo playing this? I don't know. Yes. Interesting. 
It is interesting. Wait, is though, this Stevie though. Wonder? Yes, it is. I'm about there to you say. Go. Okay. Wow. I was gonna say you're hating on Stevie Wonder oh, right now, Stevie Jonas. Stevie Wonder stinks. Bro, by the way, is he really blind? Jonas, Jonas. Is he really blind? Yes, he is. Oh, you sure about that? I'm 100% sure about that. How do you know that Mike was falling when he caught it? You I, ever seen that video? There's a video where the uh, Mike like is- a sixth sense? How like, do we know your, your beard's not painted on, Jonas? It is. Like, okay, why are you telling anybody this? Okay, but so, so why are you going to bring up a video that was a fluke? Well, if he was blind, he wouldn't see that the mic stand was falling. You can hear- That's the point. You can feel it. You, you can, I mean, can't you feel when someone's close to you? you know? He can. Oh, has six senses. There's a lot of way, uh, a lot of ways we could take that conversation. <laughs> there is, but I would choose not to until the final hour. Okay, I'm going to so call him right now. If we Hold could, on. if we could curve that, you're going to call Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. There's a joke there too. I could have said, but I didn't because I'm a nice guy. I'll keep that. I would in the text him, until but... hour three. Oh, come on, Bobo. That's not nice. You got to be careful what you say about that, man. There, there's a bunch of uh, political stuff going on down where I live in South Florida. Okay, let, someone, let me make someone, this. Someone let me make literally this clear. made a Stevie Wonder joke. And like people were up in arms about it. Oh, so let me, let me make this clear. Stevie's actually a friend of mine. And if you tell him to, that you're going to call him, his response to you is text me. I'll respond quicker. Okay. Interesting. That is no joke. Uh, I am not laughing. I'm a, I am well, I'm offended faced. by that. So I, I'm offended by that. So I, I would just like to, to skip topics here because that offends me. I'm bothered by that. Okay. I know you are an African American male, so yes, I would see how that definitely. would offend you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, listen, man, the voice, the voice of Crenshaw Boulevard, baby. You know it. To people listening on AM five seventy LA Sports in LA, you know what I'm talking about. The voice of Crenshaw Boulevard here. <laughs> All right, um, and I'm the only one in here who's actually been on Crenshaw. <laughs> as if That's this not radio, true. I drive to Crenshaw a lot when I used to live out there. Really? Yeah. What part of Crenshaw? I, I don't. Don't you like need to get? Like through Crenshaw to get to Manhattan Beach or what something a, what like a bu- that. What a bunch of crap. I'm pretty sure. What a bunch of crap. It just depends on what part of Crenshaw you're talking about. If you're talking about Crenshaw, like, let's say, like, south of Century, you're kind of in the clear. But if you come down till about, like, uh, by Jefferson, it's a whole different ball game. By the oh, way, no, I, I remember seeing Jefferson. By, I, I definitely remember seeing by this, uh By the way, this uh, Waze tutorial on downtown <laughs> L.A., for all you in the national audience who have no idea what we're talking about, uh, is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, let's, we'll get back to Stevie Wonder in hour three. Okay, because I got a, I got a lot of questions for you. But uh, Bob Menery, uh, just a reminder: Bob Menery, uh, comedian, broadcaster, uh, got a huge following. He's going to be coming up with us in about five minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. He is just go look at his stuff on Instagram, and you'll know why we're having him on. Uh, very dangerous guest to have on here on Fox Sports Radio, but we're going to do it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take the chance. So he'll be joining us here five minutes from now. Brady Quinn, I want to ask you this. So there are all these moves made in the NBA trade deadline because <laughs> I mean, never mind the fact that you and I are already sitting on the show. We're one and zero right now, both of us with KOs. Uh, what we just did to the Indianapolis Colts several minutes ago. Now we get to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and so the Cleveland Cavaliers decide to gut their roster. They bring in all these new players. They look good so far. Am I cr- tell me if I'm nuts here because I was always taught. That chemistry on a team, it takes a long time to build chemistry, yeah. right? Yeah. Yet all of a sudden they make one move and everybody just assumes this is going to put them over the top. Like, have you ever been in a team situation where you bring in a bunch of new guys and immediately it's like, oh, yeah, we got magic? Isn't there always, doesn't it always take time to get to where you want to go? 
A hundred percent. And that's why you, even any early indications so far, I know they had a big win tonight in Boston uh, versus the Celtics, but I'll kind of get to that in a second. Um, I, I just, I think it, it's meaningless because you don't know how things are going to be moving forward. And I think the hardest thing for the opponent is, especially when you've got a bunch of guys who haven't really played together, there's nothing to scout. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get a sense of what a team's going to do or hard to prepare for them when you don't know. You know, for me, it's no different than when you come in as a backup quarterback, you know, opponents haven't had time to like study your tendencies you know what are your weaknesses you know what, what types of things do you do in this offense well and do you struggle with you know when they don't have that week to prepare for it and look at your throwing motion and try to pick up little tells of when you're going to release the football so they can jump a route it makes it a lot harder when you're you know for them to defend when you're coming in off the bench that's why sometimes you see some backup quarterbacks are going there slinging it sometimes they have they have they get the better of the defense because of that and other times guys go in and they don't necessarily perform the way they should but my whole thing about the trade deadline and in regards to just the Cavs and what they did because it was just a wholesale change was, you know, in my mind, it didn't change anything. And that's not coming from, like, a guy who's a fanboy because I'm a Cavs fan. I grew up that way. Um, it's more the fact that, like, what were they, third or fourth in the East? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. The only roadblock in the East is Boston. And they just beat them tonight in their place with a group of guys that have played together, what, one game? I mean, to me, it didn't really change um, the optics of what I think the Eastern Conference is going to look like, which with the Cavs winning because they have LeBron James. And, and until someone unseats LeBron James in the East, I, I, don't, I don't care who's on his team. Okay, When it's playoff time and he turns it on, it doesn't matter who's around him or how good their chemistry is. He takes over, they end up winning, and they end up going to the finals. Now the big question is, do they do enough to potentially challenge the Golden State Warriors and unfortunately, like I don't, I don't see that story changing. Like I, I think Golden State's still going to win. There's too many superstars. They're too good. And again, to your point, you're talking about a team that just got all these new players that's trying to build chemistry in midseason. I don't think it's going to work out quite as well. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, uh, very controversial, but a superstar and becoming more and more of a legend every single day, Bob Menery, comedian, broadcaster, is going to be with us next here on Fox Sports Radio. Do not want to miss this. That is next. First, though, for all the latest from around the world of sports, Steve DeSager. Good evening, gents. Eight NBA games on the slate. Cleveland's win was 121-99 at Boston, and the Cavs' four new players combined for 49 points. It's halftime at Oklahoma City right now. The Thunder without Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony due to sprained ankles, and they're still up 74-54 to at the half against the Grizzlies. Paul George with 22 points. Mid-third quarter at Houston, the Rockets lead 74-65 over the Mavericks. Earlier wins for Toronto, it's fifth straight for Atlanta and Indiana. College basketball victories for Duke, Cincinnati, and Michigan. The Colts' new head coach is Frank Reich. He was the Eagles' offensive coordinator. Pitchers and catchers start reporting to spring training this Tuesday. Alex Bowman earned the poll for the Daytona 500. Golf's Pebble Beach Pro-Am was won by... Ted Potter Jr. Yeah, him. And it's further proof, guys, that you don't have to be an athlete to be the absolute best in this sport. Listed generously at 5'10", 200 pounds, Ted Potter Jr., who had missed the cut at 55% of his tour events in his career, today walks home with $1.3 million. A guy who a few years ago stepped off a curb in Canada and broke his ankle and couldn't golf for two years takes home $1.3 million. It's <laughs> amazing. Beating out Phil Mickelson, Jason Day, and Dustin Johnson, who all tied for second. It fell off a curb, huh? 
Yeah, step, how big of a curb was that? Stepped off a curb, yeah, just For stepped. two years? You, yes. You sure it wasn't an el- open elevator shaft? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> broke his ankle. Um, Stepped all right. out of a fourth floor window. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what is he, Martin Short off The Departed? Well, if, if you've seen <laughs> him, Did they he, grow he him a new ankle? <laughs> if you've seen him, if he had gone out the window, he would fall faster. Or Michael Sheen. I said Michael Short. Damn it. Why Are you sure, up? though? Can, I can mean, we change that probably as aerodynamic, uh, Sager. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you saying he could bounce better? No, it's just a curb. He, it wasn't a window. Oh, okay. All right, but congratulations. Yeah. New millionaire, Ted yeah. Potter Jr. All right. Thanks, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Right now, uh, Bob Menery, comedian broadcaster, is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Bob, thanks so much for the time, man. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. What's going on? What's going on, boy? First of all, I heard you say superstar. Don't give me that much credit at all. Are you kidding me? Not even close. But I appreciate you boys having me on, man. Yeah, but listen, we're, we're going to buy early because it's going to okay. be worth something later. Smart move. Yeah, Smart so move. so we're just playing it safe here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Let me ask you this. So I, I tried to explain people like how, what it is that you do, but I don't think I'm doing it. No, and I don't think, and I don't mean that in any disrespectful way because you found this this thing that seems like oh, well, I thought somebody else would have already done this. I've never heard anybody do it. Explain. You've got a great voice. You, yeah. ne- you, you, you take sports highlights, you do your own commentary over the top of them, but you go totally graphic, you curse, you do everything probably every broadcaster wants to do. How did you come across the idea of starting to do this? Okay, we'll start off by saying this. I have no idea what I'm doing. So we'll start <laughs> off with that. I, I, I just I literally have no idea what I'm doing, but I, I literally used to go out in public. I always had this little broadcaster voice that I have, and I used to go out in public with my buddies and just walk up to random groups of people and do what I'm doing on Instagram, and just like walk up to him and be like, "Yeah, Brady the Shock," you know, and do that, and make <laughs> groups of people laugh out in public, and then just randomly started doing it. You know, I, I created an Instagram like six months ago. Didn't even know what it was before six months ago, and then um, yeah, I started with Madden clips. I think I saw these like Madden glitches, and uh, where like football players like heads were flying off, and there was <laughs> arms flying off, and I was like, "This is hilarious!" So I just added swears to it and commentated, and yeah, I don't know. See, Bob, that's where I feel like the future is for you. Like, I think Madden or someone's going to approach you, and there's going to be like a cheat code or something like that where you get the Bob Menery mode, and you actually well, get we play-by-play. Yeah, play. you could press a button on the TV. You could do watch the normal broadcasters, and you could press like an S&P button that gets my voice on there. So you can go I, back and forth. So when you get I'm, t- me, you I'm telling you, man. Guys. You've got a you know? future in this business, especially as things like continue to go digital, because there's not there's a little bit more leeway there. You don't have to be as buttoned up. H- have you ever thought about like talking to any networks, talking to any of like the, the social sites, like a Twitter, Facebook, like other social media sites, things that actually do games? Well, we actually got we might I might have a TV show coming out, which could be pretty cool. Um, we, I just got back from LA and I met with like thirty different production companies, and a lot of them are really interested in doing something with me. So I just literally got back from L.A. Uh, three days ago, and we're just trying to figure out what to do with this. We sit in a room, and we're like, all right, what do we do? And we're like, I have no idea. Do you have an idea? No, I have no idea. And, you know, so we just try <laughs> to figure it out. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, comedian Bob Menery with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. So you have had you had no background in sports play-by-play. You just realized you had a good voice and started just swinging the axe, so to speak? Yeah. Um, I got very lucky. I went out to L.A. to be – like an actor and a comedian or whatever. I went there for four years, and I did nothing. Like, I didn't do one thing. Like, actually, it was so funny because I went out there to be an actor and a comedian, (laughs) and I didn't do one audition. I just, like, partied four years, literally straight partying. 
And then I like came home literally six months ago back to Boston. I'm like, oh my God, I got to figure out what I got to do with my life. I'm like 29. So I like show up at my parents' house. I'm like, guys, I'm back. How you doing? And they were thrilled, obviously. <laughs> so literally, not even joking, dude, I come move back into my parents' house seven, yeah, seven months ago. And two days after coming home, I put a clip online of me being like, Jordan Speed at the Masters on Hole 18. It was like a serious broadcast with no swears, and it went absolutely viral. It was like number one on Reddit. It was like, why is this guy a sports broadcaster? And it was like USA Today, New York Post. And then I had another video that I did after that that kind of had the same traction. And then I created the Instagram, and then it just kind of t- took off. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, Bob, i got to ask you this because I-, I watch a lot of the videos, and I hear you t- always referencing Peter. Who is yeah, Peter? Yeah. Is, this, is this a fictional character? Does he actually <laughs> exist? Oh, no, Peter's real, but he's just passed out in the other room. Right now. Peter, has, <laughs> Peter has a lot of vices, so he likes to go out and party a little too much. But the good news is he always shows up to work in the booth with me. Um, so you, you guys are going to meet Peter. Nobody's really met Peter yet or seen him, but when I hit a million followers, Peter will be revealed. Oh, God, I can't wait for that. <laughs> so now, now, Bob, look, i got to ask you this because I think you're going to give an honest answer. Most people are going to be shy about this and say, oh, it was kind of nice, like first Sunday with no football. Like really the first weekend without football. We had the crummy Pro Bowl last week, but it was still something to get us by or a couple of weeks ago and then Super Bowl last week. So let me ask you this. Honest answer, all right? We're not going to judge. We're very yeah, open-minded. Come. We welcome anybody. How much have you had to drink already today? <laughs> today, that's a great... Actually, you know what's funny? I'll give an honest answer. I've had four fireball shots, and I've had four Bud Lights. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Can we get a round of applause? Hey, no. hey, Bob, we got a studio that's... audience here. Ra- round of applause. Four <laughs> and four, you. baby. Thank you. I'd like to thank so many people. Thank you so much. Uh, Bob, but, but I think I know why you've had so many drinks today, and that's because I believe the IOC, the International oh. Olympic Committee, they made you pull down some of the videos that you created for, I think, what, figure skating and something else? Is that correct? I felt like I was playing a game on Instagram because I created, I told, I made this big, huge deal to all these loyal supporters of mine, and I was like, guys, this year, Peter and I are going to be covering the Olympics, <laughs> and I didn't really think... I don't know, like, laws or copyright or anything, so I put on this, like, two-week campaign. I was, like, trying to get sponsors for it, you know, and uh, for this fake TV network that I have, by the way. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, the second I put my first clip on, I'm like, all right, here we go, the start of the Olympics. I put the clip on, and it was like, you've been shut down by the evil man in the side, in the back room. It was literally, and I kept putting it on, too. The funny thing, I felt like I was playing a game with somebody, because I would put it on, and they would pull it down. And then I would just put it on again, and then they would just pull it down. And I, I did it like nine times. I'm like, I'm dead. I can't. I'm just, there's nothing I can do about this. Yeah, but that kind of lets you know you made it a little bit, though. The fact that you're, they're, they're scared, you're, you're a threat to them. Like, you got to feel yeah. like you kind of made it a bit. Yeah, I was, I was feeling good. I was feeling good after that. But it stinks that I can't cover the Olympics. I'm, I'm so mad. I'm watching right now on TV this dude that's wearing all this, these tight clothes, in circles and look at he just fell right now i have so much material i could get off of this but it's just not it's just not happening uh bob menery with us here comedian uh, broadcaster here i'm gonna call you broadcaster because screw it why not bob menery with us here on cool. fox sports radio if you want to hear his stuff it's fantastic go to instagram or twitter at bob menery m-e-n-e-r-y let me ask you this because you're very harsh with some of your crit- some of the play-by-play you do on social media have you heard, and, and we all know that, it, that it's having fun and it's all in, in good fun, but have you heard any backlash from any athletes? Because I know some athletes, like Chris Long talked about you at the Super Bowl. You've got a lot of fans out there. Have any athletes been pissed off at you? I am at the point now where anytime I do a clip 
about somebody, they're probably going to see it. Um, I've, I've built some cool relationships off of this. Like, the, the thing is this, too. I get, you know, you get buddy-buddy with some people on, you know, DM and whatnot. And Richard Sherman made the mistake of giving, giving me his number. <laughs> and so sometimes I'll just get hammered, and I'll tell my buddies, like, guys, you want to call Richard Sherman? It's 2 a.m. You want to do it? And uh, so those are the mistakes I make with that. But uh, nobody's really gotten too – nobody's really gotten too – well, Jay Cutler I never heard from. I, I remember I started a campaign to get Jay Cutler to the Pro Bowl. And um, that – yeah, so no, not really. I haven't heard a lot of backlash from anybody. No. Well, oh, Bob, i got to ask you then, in this moment right now, could you take us through a little play-by-play? Could you figure out something with with Jonas maybe as the wide receiver? A football analogy, you, if you, you could. You know what, gentlemen? Gentlemen, I feel terrible. Uh, the reason I can't is because Peter's not with me, and I cannot do it without oh, Peter. Oh, man. That, that is, I know, listen, what a bummer. I know. It, it stinks. I don't want to, but I can't do it. If Peter was with me here, I'll, hold on one second. Peter, wake up. No, he's passed out. It can't happen. Oh, God, that's too bad. Well, listen, uh, uh, Bob, now, now, have you heard from any other broadcasters, like some of the snobby, blowhard broadcasters? Cause it's almost like... Like I look at broadcasters, like ah, it's a restaurant that just. It's one thing if you just open up a restaurant. It's another thing when you open up a restaurant and you get a liquor license. That's a whole nother level. Like you're the liquor license in a restaurant. Like it is turned up a notch and a completely different vibe. Have you heard from any broadcasters who are very snobby and look at you as somebody who's disrespecting their business? I have. I won't give any names, but I, no, nobody's really giving me crap. I've had like. Some cool broadcasters reach out to me and be like, dude, you have no idea how badly I want to do what you're doing and say what you're saying. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you're making money doing this. I'm really not, you know. So, uh, well, not yeah. yet. So I, mean, not really, over... I mean, I think one guy, that reached, Rich Beam, was a PGA guy, I think, that covers the PGA. I don't know, yeah, there's been a couple, few of them, so. Wow. Well, you've got over 600,000 followers, so I'd imagine there, there's going to be some sort of advertising or marketing coming soon, if not already. Uh, Bob, how are you feeling, though, man? I, I did see one of the videos where you got your wisdom teeth out, which you're damn near 30. Why the hell did you have to wait so long for that to happen? That was my question. That's what, that's what I asked. I said, where were you guys the past 10 years? How, like, these, so, yeah, I just had to get them out. And it was actually easy. I was so scared going in because I, I, I just don't, I don't like the dentist. I get freaked out. And, uh, yeah, they ripped them out. And it was no big deal. I was on pain meds for a day, and then I was drinking the next day. I was feeling good. Oh, so, yeah. well, your, your dad's a champ, by the way, for, for putting <laughs> up with you. He Some does. of the videos you put up, man. He does. <laughs> I know, dude. I felt so bad. I looked at him like after I kind of like sobered up, and I was like, dude, I am so sorry about that. <laughs> I, my apologies. Can I still live here? Uh, you know? That's great. Uh, Bob Menry, a comedian and broadcaster. Uh, thanks for popping on, man. We appreciate a few minutes of your time. If anybody wants to check out his stuff, go to Twitter, go to Instagram, at Bob Menery. That's M-E-N-E-R-Y. Fantastic stuff as always. Let's do it again, Bob. Seriously. You're the man, dude. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. Thanks, Bob. Uh, I'm going to go do a T-Box snippy in the other room. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports oh. Radio. How about that? Four fireballs and four Bud Lights. That That's a good start, man. That's you know what I've noticed, too, is is when you watch him throughout the course of the day, because he'll, he'll have videos of himself drinking, and it doesn't phase him at all. He, he only gets, like, more in the zone. Like, people talk about that on the golf course, like, get a little swing juice in you. Like, you've got to be, like, five to six beers deep before <laughs> you actually start playing your, your – yeah, before you start playing your best golf. Like, I've got a buddy. He always tells me uh, he's his best between six and ten beers. And once it gets past ten beers, which he usually just takes down a case by himself – 
um, that that's when his game falls apart. But for that between that six to ten beers, which typically is about a hole or two, the guy drinks like a fish. Oh yeah. Um, well, but like he's you- but he's he's an unbelievable golfer. Like he will put together the the most amazing hole you've ever seen, and then after that he just falls apart. Like, have you ever been bowling sober? You ever bowled sober? It sucks. I mean, no. It, it sucks. It's, yeah, it's, I thought it's drinking was a part of bowling. Yeah, well, like, like I've, I've done it once, and it's not fun. But, like, when, oh. I, bowled, when I rolled my 290, you know, eight in a spare and then 11 straight strikes, <laughs> true story. Really? When I bowled my 290, I was five or six beers deep. But I can tell you what happened when I got to beer 11 and 12. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know whether or not I was throwing the ball down the lane or my girlfriend's purse. I was hammered. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. It's just a whole nother level. But but Bob, he lets it rip, and he's cool. Like, like He just he stays steady, it seems like, through all of his broadcasts. So. I, I think golf is his best sport, by the way. Yes. Like, that's, that's the one that I yes. enjoy the most for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, because because it's so it's so against everything golf stands for is really what it is. Like, it's so against what golf, what, what golf stands for. Stands for and the etiquette on a course. So yeah, golf is. Uh, I, I would I would agree with you. Uh, Jonas Sox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, there's. So we we kind of did somebody a disservice here on this show. Um, we're not going to apologize for it because we don't we don't believe in giving apologies. But we did somebody a disservice. It's NFL related. Find out who we're talking about next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so we're going to give uh, some credit where credit is due. We kind of didn't do this earlier, and so we've got to make up for it. And again, it's like I said, we're not going to apologize. We don't believe in apologizing. Uh, just go down in flames with whatever you believe. That, that's our <laughs> that's our motto here on the show, even if it's wrong. Um, so we'll, we'll have that for you in a minute. I do want to tell you, we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, Brady Quinn. So the Indianapolis Colts hired uh, Frank Reich. All right. Now, we spent the first segment uh, airing out the Indianapolis Colts and their crybaby ways, uh, complaining that Josh McDaniels burned them. And our our sort of sentiment on the entire thing was, listen, uh, what did he really do wrong? He changed his mind. Oh, it was unprofessional. Stop. Then every time you change your mind when you haven't signed a contract, I guess you're unprofessional too. So I just thought it was a bunch of crap. And we aired him out for it. I mean, yeah, aired them yeah. out. I've never felt better about myself in my entire life. Literally the, the greatest moment of my entire existence. Right? Can't I can't agree with more. you. Uh, can't, I, I've definitely felt better in my life. But uh, it, was, uh, it was good to hear you kind of vent. It, I, I know that much. Okay, let yeah. me ask you this. What was, yep. what was a better moment for you in your life? Right. Pretty much okay. any moment ever. Okay, besides, well, I, I was going to give you. I was going to give you an option. Okay, oh, okay. all right. Go so, ahead, do we yeah. have any sort of game show music we can play for Brady Quinn? Any, any sort of music for Brady Quinn we can play? I got a little, a couple of questions. Uh, you know, a little Ask Brady segment here. Any sort of game show. I mean, you play any music you want, anything you want. I, I couldn't care less. Spin a you're just, wheel. You're, you're begging for any music uh, right in, now, aren't in, you? Any, anything whatsoever. I will make it work. Like, if you want to play uh, some some music you would hear at Carnival in South America. All right, awesome. This works too. So. Brady Quinn, what was a better moment for you in your life? Airing out the Indianapolis Colts in the opening segment of this show or getting a scholarship to Notre Dame? Probably the scholarship by a wide margin. Okay. Brady Quinn, what was a better moment in your life? Airing out the Indianapolis Colts in the first segment of this show or being drafted in the first round of the NFL? Probably the uh, being drafted in the first round of the NFL, Jonas. Okay, Brady Quinn. What was the what was a better moment for you in your life? Airing out the Indianapolis Colts in the first segment of this show, 
or buying a squatty potty online, which you returned? <laughs> you found one. You returned no, it? It was No, no, no. Here's the best part. I didn't have to return it. I think they even know that it's a pile of crap. The squatty potty is such <laughs> no, a facade. It is fake. It was the worst thing I've ever pur- yeah. purchased in my life. Seriously. And I didn't even have to send it back. Yeah. They just processed the refund. So it, thank you to Squatty Potty yeah. for like saving me the 15 minutes of my life where I had to box up that piece of crap and send it back. Man. I could have made that in wood shop in sixth grade. You're the, s- you're the same people way back in the 1800s or 1700s, whenever the hell this guy was alive. You're the same people that all laughed and pointed fingers at Ludwig von Beethoven when he was performing the first time. Ha ha ha, this kid stinks because you didn't appreciate greatness. The Squatty Potty is number two, 2.0. If you can't handle it, all right, then you you just need to go back into the old days, man. I, want no, you just- I, I think the issue is you can't handle like your fiber and anything else you're eating. If you need to use a squatty potty mm. at your age, given the fact that you seem to be a rel- relatively healthy, disease-free human being, yeah. I don't know what issues you're having going to the bathroom. Uh, all right. All right, well, let me, uh, let, me, let me just tell you something. Next time I buy white underwear, I'm taking a picture because you'll never know that feeling. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. All right? Dark colors for Brady, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, there's nothing to say to that. Right, I mean, I don't even know where that is, came from. Do you even do your own laundry? Like that's the, of course. I don't know that. You, no, I really do. do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. Listen, it is as metrosexual as it gets. I know how to sew. I know. I mean, you want to you want to talk about hair? You want to talk? I mean, you name it. Whew, you came to the right place. Here's man. the problem. I mean, let's be honest. It's just like, sports radio it, that I haven't but, really gotten good at. <laughs> but let's be honest. Like, if we're gonna go into the underwear conversation, all right? Like, like if I'm trying to look like felt, you know, look like kind of sleek. And I'm getting ready to, you know, make that magic with my wife, like make Jesus child number God. three. Jesus. I'm just saying, like, you don't want to have, like, white underwear isn't as right. flattering. Like, yeah. you got to be in black, right? Okay. Or some other color. Listen, I don't know why race is being brought into this conversation. That That is disturbing uh, just, altogether. It could be navy blue. could like, be any. All right. Yeah. Can we can we just talk about Frank Reich becoming the Indianapolis Colts head coach? All right. Uh, give, me, give me 30 to 45 seconds on Frank Reich as we transition from Undie Talk here on Fox Sports Radio. 30 to 45 seconds on why it's a good hire for Frank Frank Reich in Indianapolis. Well, he just won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think he's a good offensive mind. He's he's a great leader, uh, former player, played for a long time, actually got replaced by Jim Kelly with the Buffalo Bills back when they had, what, the K-Gun and all that. So I, I think he's an innovative offensive mind. And honestly, I think they could have ended up with the right guy, even though that wasn't their first you know pick. Sometimes in life you kind of fall into things like that and end up lucky. I wonder if Frank Reich realized when he started his football journey as a little kid that his first head coaching opportunity, his first chance to coach an NFL franchise, his first chance to run a team was going to be in Indianapolis, and the quarterback was going to be a guy that looked like Andre the Giant's stunt double. You think he ever thought about that back then? <laughs> A lot of unrealistic people out there that watch football, that cover football, that talk about football. Listen, we're not here to try and tell you that you're wrong and we're right. But we kind of are. Okay, that's kind of what our duty is. So we'll explain what we mean by that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. That guy is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So, Brady, before we get to this NFL topic, I'm, I'm curious to pick your brain on. I have heard, okay, I have, do have this confirmed, Live bet Jesus will be with us at the end of this segment. So oh, eight, thank God. eight, nine minutes, somewhere around there. Again, he's he kind of works 
it's he does his own thing, uh, but he is reportedly going to be here to make a pick. All right, a lot of people just assume he's going to quit. He hasn't won a bet all year. I have it on good authority. I also have the proof in my bank account that he de- that he is ready to win a game, and he's ready to do that for a lot of people listening here on Fox Sports Radio. So I'm sorry, could you repeat that? He's huh? he's ready to win a game. Yes, is, is that yes. Or, or a bet per se? Uh, yeah, he he just he wanted to to start off poorly. Um, his goal going into this year was to win Comeback Player of the Year, and so he figured if he started out the year slowly, huh. he huh. could really finish up strong. <laughs> He, so, he did so bad last year, and I mean, I yeah. don't know that he had to start off this year so yeah. so slow. That's nice. It's so, good. Uh, so week, weekly guest on the show. Good to see you, you take a, a baseball bat to him at any chance you get. That's a nice well, guy. I mean, Very look, let's not blow this out of proportion. Uh, he struggled last year. I've talked about it before. You can read all throughout Live Bet Jesus' uh, betting Bible, if you will. He talks about adversity, perseverance, developing character, all you're, those things. You're unbelievable, right, man. You're unbelievable. Anthony Fasano, Dolphins tight end, a good friend of yours, yeah. literally has stolen footballs from you. He is, he is a thief. <laughs> He's a damn thief. Not only do you forgive him and not criticize him, you go trick-or-treating with the guy. Live bet Jesus misses a couple of games because he gets jobbed on some NBA scam they were running a couple of nights in a, in a row. And, and you continue to throw the guy under the bus. He's a weekly contributor to the show. I think you should treat him with a little more respect. Here's the difference. is Anthony Fasano takes care of my balls, okay? <laughs> and he... What? My lover balls... Oh, I, I see what you did there. See, you, you know, that's that's the thing is, I, you know, I try to have a serious sports talk show, Jonas, and you just throw this thing off the rails every damn time we get talking about something, hey, right? Man. Hands whoa, on whoa. balls. <laughs> hands on balls. Look, the point is, he at least brings the balls back, okay? Live Dead Jesus has not, he has not brought anything back. He's not delivered anything, okay? So Jimmy Garoppolo uh, is the brand-new quarterback in San Francisco, and he's going to be there for a long time. Gets a five-year deal. He's got all this kind of money. He's going to be the highest-paid player and all the other stuff uh, to come along with it. And I'm seeing and still seeing people out there that are being critical of the decision to give Garoppolo that kind of money. And I'm trying to to understand what the issue is that people have with Jimmy Garoppolo getting the contract. I, I really am because – is it is it me? Am I alone in this? Like this is just the cost of doing business nowadays, right? I would tend to agree. I mean, I, I think when you look at the last person who started seven games and and then signed a, a pretty significant contract, it was uh, Brock Osweiler. So that didn't work out so well. <laughs> so yeah, now that I look, think about it, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, it, it, like he came out of Denver. At five and two as a starter, right? He was a part of that team that ended up going to win a Super Bowl. Granted, he got replaced by Peyton Manning, which you know kind of was expected, right? I think we all thought when Peyton Manning was healthy enough, he'd come back and he'd take over as a starting quarterback, and he did, and they ended up winning a Super Bowl. That was what landed him the big money contract that took him to Denver. Uh, when they went eight and six in his first year, he largely struggled through sixteen interceptions. Uh, and then all of a sudden he found himself in you know Cleveland for the offseason, then they released him, and then he found himself uh, back in Denver this year where he didn't win a game as a starting quarterback. But that was, that was a bad team. But, but anyway, the point is this. I, I think we've seen other examples of guys who have had a good game. Uh, you know, via Matt Flynn, who had a good game for Green Bay. He, you know, packaged that into a nice little contract with the Seattle Seahawks. We saw Kevin Kolb 
for the Philadelphia Eagles have three good games. He got a big money deal with the Arizona Cardinals. We've seen it before, and, and I think it, it doesn't necessarily mean that Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be a longtime franchise quarterback, a you know perennial pro bowler. I think what it means is there's, there's potentially some risk involved. Now, I think his seven starts in his career are different, right? He had five in San Francisco, two in New England. He hasn't lost a start yet, okay? Let's throw stats aside because I think if you looked at his supporting cast last year and you looked at what he was playing with, you would have said to yourself, okay, this guy doesn't have much to throw to. So even though he had five interceptions and he just all of a sudden picked up this new offense that's dramatically different than what he was running in New England and then was able to execute it to win five games um, during the season, I I think you'd come away and say a seven-touchdown-to-five-interception ratio and 67% completion percentage is pretty darn good. So I I personally feel like he's going to be there for a long time. He's special. He's got one of the most beautiful releases I've ever seen. You sent me a screen grab of someone who works for Fox Sports Radio, I believe, that said something that was just the most asinine comment I've ever seen in my life yeah. in regards to him not stepping. Yeah, yeah I believe it to. was his form. I believe uh, it was yeah. a critique on his Critiquing form. his yes. form, which, look, people are gaga over this guy and how, how quick his release is, uh-huh. how he can throw from different you know angles and, and how he doesn't really need to step because he uses his hips and his arm and, and his wrist the way he flicks the ball out. So um, That sounded he, he's really got, inappropriate. Well, I mean, under the circumstances, I, I could see why you could you know, say something like that. But, um, yeah, look, I, I think he's deserving of it. I just think the title of biggest contract in NFL history, it's kind of misleading, right? I mean, when you look at his deal compared to Matt Stafford's, um, Matt Stafford's is a lot better deal. Now, you know, total money is $135 million, And you see in Jimmy Garoppolo's, it says 137.5. But the biggest thing you always look for is guarantees. And total guaranteed money for Matt Stafford's contract is $92 million. Jimmy Garoppolo's is only 74. And his guaranteed at signings 41 and... You know, Stafford's was sixty and a half, you know, million. And so I, it's, I tell you right now, man, difference. if I did, if somebody gave me the option, you got to start a franchise. You can either have Garoppolo or Matt Stafford. I'm taking Garoppolo eleven times out of ten. I, 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 I buy into it. And I here's like I think people seem to forget that it was years ago. And you know this being drafted in the first round, the way that that the old salaries worked, like wasn't it was it Bradford and Stafford who were the last couple of quarterbacks who were taken number one overall? What did they get? Fifty million guaranteed, sight unseen. Well, Bradford got fifty million uh, guaranteed, and he was, I believe, in uh, it was a twenty ten. Um, so he was the last big money contract, I believe. Yes, and then Stafford was two thousand nine, so he was the year before. Uh, but yeah, like like Stafford could end up going down as making the most money of any quarterback in NFL history because of the way the the um, draft salary pool worked and because of the deals that he signed. I, I just think it's like uh, gas prices back in the day. Like if you watch a movie from the '90s and uh, in one of the scenes they're they're at a gas station or they're pumping gas cool. or whatever, you watch a movie from the '90s and you'll see gas prices back in the day were like a dollar and change, like like two bucks. Nowadays, it's $4 in some areas. I just filled up gas a couple of days ago. It was like $4 or a little above $4 here in Southern California. If you were to tell people 15, 20 years ago, hey, uh, you know, two decades from now, it's going to cost X amount of dollars to fill up your gas tank. They say, oh, I'm not paying that. All right, well, then don't drive because you know what I see on the road when I come in? I see cars everywhere. Like, that's the cost of doing business. Like, that's what it costs nowadays to fill your car up and to drive somewhere. 
you don't if you don't want to pay for Jimmy Garoppolo and you want to use the whole well look at what happened with Nick Foles in the Super Bowl and the Eagles did it on the cheap with a backup quarterback. That's such a rarity for that to happen. When's the last time that happened? Jeff Hostetler? Like what yeah. are we talking about? Like two times in thirty years? I just I think people are are, are looking at this from it's I, I was taught this in sales a long time ago. The one of the things that they tell you when you're a salesman Never. Where, where were you a salesman? I mean, I know you worked at Chuck E. Cheese, but you're not selling anything there. Oh, just uh, cigarettes door to door to uh, <laughs> to kids. Uh, no, I'm not um, no, no. Okay, no, but um, but so I was told this a long time ago in sales that never quote somebody a price and think about your own wallet or your own checkbook. All right, ne- never do that because what ends up happening is when you quote somebody a price, say it's ten thousand dollars. You'll say, and they ask you how much the price is. You'll kind of cringe and you'll go, $10,000? And you have a little bit of uh, like a confidence issue they can tell. And the reason you're cringing is because you're thinking what $10,000 means to you. When the reality is $10,000 to that person is a completely different thing. So you can never quote somebody a price based on what you have in your pocket or what you have in your checking account or your banking account because they live in a different world. Like the NFL, like some of these contracts and these salaries, I think that people in the media and a lot of fans look at it and go, oh my God, that is just a crazy amount of money without realizing it's different there. Like the way the contract's worded, like the 49ers can get out of this contract after two years. Yeah, and that's mostly what contracts are nowadays. It's a one or two year guaranteed deal. And then the rest of the years are kind of prove it. And it's a year-by-year deal. And that's no different than how this contract is. And it's really front-loaded. When you look at it, his biggest cap hit year is his first year. And then subsequently after that, it lowers. And that's by design. That was so and, – and by Jimmy Garoppolo's words, and maybe by his agent too, right? Because his agent's Don Yee, who also represents Tom Brady, who is notorious for taking team-friendly deals. So maybe that played into this a little bit where Jimmy Garoppolo got paid a little more because Tom Brady's played a long time. He's made a bunch of money, which, by the way, uh, if Garoppolo plays out this contract, right, I believe he would have made just more than Tom Brady's made in his entire career <laughs> as far as earnings, just in this one five-year deal. So think about that for a second. Um, but you know, when, when you look at a lot of these deals, it's kind of a misnomer. Like You, you see the 137.5, and that looks great on paper, but whether or not he ever earns that, that's another story. I mean, this team needs so much help out around him. I know he was able to overcome a lot at the end of the year and, you know, obviously took them on that five game winning streak, which was remarkable given, you know, how much talent they need. Um, but you know, I just, I, I think you, you've seen a lot of him now with Kyle Shanahan in that system, in that offense. Teams are going to adjust. They always do. And that's a really tough division in the NFC West. So, so we'll see how things play out. But back to Matt Stafford for a second. He's played nine seasons. Do you want to know how much he's made in his career? How much? $162 million almost. Good for him, man. By the end of the contract that he most recently signed, his career earnings after the 2022 season would be $262.3 million. Oh, my God. <laughs> he heard money. Speaking of money. <laughs> Hey, Stafford, uh, uh, get out your, 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 your debit card, pal. Start going to the window. Get ready to make some more money. Oh, my God. All right, so the lights have all gone out in the studio. I'm not making this up. Lights have all gone out. It is pitch black here in the studio. No offense, Bobo. It is pitch black here. Uh, there is a light shining in from the sky. Okay, I cannot see a damn thing except something is floating from the sky. 
Uh, it is now coming through to the window. Uh, we talked about him earlier. He must have known we were discussing money. He thought now was the time to jump in on the conversation. Uh, the piece of paper is floating down to the desk. I cannot see a damn thing. Uh, I have no idea what's happening. All I see is a piece of paper. Let me open it up here. I don't know why the music has disappeared. He can't. I, I just, for some reason, don't feel comfortable reading this without the music. That makes all the sense in the world. So let me open this up. Oof. Very long. The paper, too. Right, so let me. Uh, in my mouth. Okay, this is. Uh, <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to read this uh, verbatim here. It is now, on this day, the 11th of February, 2018, that I live bet Jesus proclaim the winning bet to be Grizzlies plus 25 and a half. So that is the pick. That and now the lights are back, are back on. So now I can see. I don't know where my pants went, but now I can see. So that is the pick. The Grizzlies plus twenty five and a half is the pick. That's an NBA game. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder up on the Grizzlies right now by twenty four. So the pick right now from Live Bet Jesus. He has made his pick. Uh, Grizzlies plus twenty five and a half. Um, hey, I, I, did you I, just add a half point? No, plus twenty five and a half. Okay. I'm, I'm reading thought, exactly I, what's on the paper now. The writing. I, I'm is just saying. I thought. I thought you said twenty five. Which, I mean, it makes sense no. to be at half point, but no. I, I thought you added a half point there. No, 25 and a half. Yeah, it's um, craziness, man. So that is, that is the pick according you know to Live Bet Jesus. what's weird about this pick is uh-huh. it's very similar to another one that Live Bet Jesus made like two weeks ago. Hmm. He picked an NBA game. It was late in the fourth quarter, which, yeah. again, you thought would be a shoe-in, and, and this one probably will. Uh, unfortunately, I'm watching the Olympics um, a figure skating at the moment, uh, but... You know, maybe I'll have to tune into this game if I, if I can get it. We'll yeah, see. Uh, so that is the pick according to Live Bet Jesus. Uh, with the Thunder up by 24, he likes the uh, the Grizzlies plus 25 and a half. So you're welcome, everybody. So Matt Stafford's not the only one getting rich. Uh, anybody who takes the bet uh, to the window right now will get rich courtesy of Live Bet Jesus. Uh, all right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Up next, I've got a, a, a little bit of a theory I want to run by Brady Quinn. All right, this is a theory. Usually he laughs at me and makes me feel insignificant, which I really, really appreciate. Um, but I've, I've got a theory, <laughs> oh, and it is NFL-related. Find out what it is next on FSR. All right, man. This isn't a dated song or anything. <laughs> See, you're playing some current stuff, Bobo. This Bobo's is... in that mood right now. <laughs> What's next hour, Waylon Jennings? All I want to say is happy uh, Black History Month. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Man. That is true. I got to be careful. Uh, all right. Uh, Jonas Stocks, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, we are going to get to a story out of the NFL. I, I have a little bit of a theory on it. I'm going to run it by Brady Quinn. He's going to hate it. He's not going to like it at all. But but he can relate to it. I think a lot of us can, actually. So I'll explain what that is here uh, coming up in just a minute. Um, we are going to play headline or lie at the bottom of the hour. That's a radio term for seven minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. We did not do it during the football season because we wanted to give uh, the NFL its due respect during football season. Now that the NFL has taken a little bit of a hibernation, we are back to regular programming. Headline or lie is in. If you want the opportunity to team up with either myself or Brady Quinn to go man-on-man, not like that, in, in a game show form here on national radio, your opportunity to be on national radio, 
877-99 on Fox is the number to do so. 877-996-6369. We have a thousand phone lines here at Fox Sports Radio. Operators are standing by. That is your chance to get in. 877-996-6369. Headliner Lie is coming up six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Are you, are you ready for Headliner Lie, Brady? I am. It's, okay. it's kind of been a long time coming at this point. Um, so I'm excited. And and I'm still keeping track of this this Thunder and Grizzlies game. There's two minutes left, mm-hmm. so uh, I want to see how that finishes before I get too excited about headline or lie. Yeah, got uh, some money on the line. Feeling uh, feeling kind of uh, kind of confident over here in live bet Jesus's pick as he's got I, the uh, Grizzlies plus twenty five and a half. They're down by twenty right now in the fourth quarter with under two minutes to go. Uh, this is usually like when I say that it's usually where. For some reason, Oklahoma City would throw up a three at this point. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Uh, I have no idea who that guy is. He looks like Wolverine. Um, but, uh, but yeah, here, and a three. Here, oh. Here's what I love, though. Here, here's what I love. The last time this happened, Live Bet Jesus took the favorite, and he ended up losing out on an opportunity to, to win some dough. And we had, I believe, Payne. Um, Payne from, yeah, from PayneInsider.com. There we yeah. go, yeah. And, and so he's a professional. He gives out this sort of betting advice, and he's like, yeah, actually, that's the, the perfect scenario where, where, where you'd want to take the underdog in that mm-hmm. case. So yeah. it's, it seems that Live Bet Jesus has learned from one of the best in the business. Uh, listen, Live Bet Jesus is a gunslinger. He does not believe in taking betting advice from anybody. All due respect to Payne, a dear friend. Uh, he's not going to take anybody's advice. He's a gunslinger. Whatever he's done has worked up to this point, just well, not the last six no, months. No, yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't want to say it's worked. Yeah. I mean, unless you call you know, nearly being homeless. Having to literally take the bus to get to work. That, that, you know, that is true. Because his car. That, like, yeah, you know, that is very, that's a fair great. point. I didn't think yeah. about that all right let me run this theory by you okay because i think i think there's something to this i'm actually pretty proud of myself so you heard about the uh, tom brady hoax story how um uh, somebody pretended to be don Yee and 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 reached out to ron borges a reporter in in new england and he ran with a story because he thought it was don Yee, tom brady's agent that tom brady's gonna hold out of training camp because if he doesn't get a contract like jimmy garoppolo so that that whole thing came out and as it turns out don't do any impressions either no no that yeah that's but but it, that'll lead me to to where i'm going with this because so that that like started a whole conversation and so people were a little thrown off by it um like, ah, I don't, I, that doesn't seem like something Tom Brady would do. And then, lo and behold, it turns out that it was all a scam. Like, the, it was a hoax. The guy got uh, Ron Borges' number, reached out to him. He didn't actually believe, think that Ron Borges was going to believe him, but he did. And so they ran with the story. And it just – so now Ron Borges has been suspended. He's been called out. People have said, well, he's not doing his job. From a journalist, journalistic standpoint, he didn't. Like, you've got to make sure you're correct on all of that. And then – as it becomes a topic of conversation later in the week, Christian Foria of uh, of WEI in Boston, he does an impersonation of Don Yee um, on the radio that people found racially insensitive, and he's been suspended by five days by the radio station. This coming on the heels of another gentleman at WEI who called Tom Brady's daughter a pissant on the air. That just happened a couple of weeks ago. And all this stuff with Seth Wickersham and all this. Here's my my theory of what I think is happening in New England. You tell me if I'm wrong. Like, you've never smoked a cigarette, right? No. Okay. Never. I've never had a cigarette in my life, never even taken a hit off a cigarette. What's the one thing you and I and people like us who have never had a cigarette always hear from people who have smoked? They say, uh, you tell them you never smoke. You know what I always hear? Don't start. Good for you. Don't even start. 
It's not worth it. Because once you take a hit off that cigarette, you may become addicted to it. And who knows? Next thing you know, you're smoking three packs a day and uh, and you've got some sort of an issue with your lungs. I think what is happening with the Patriots, we never had any sort of intel about them at all. We knew nothing about the organization, nothing about dysfunction. They had a mass murderer in their locker room, and nobody knew about it. Like, it was not even – like, he was scoring touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and there was never an issue whatsoever in the Patriots' locker room. All of a sudden, this Seth Wickersham article comes out, and Tom Brady does a Facebook uh, six-part episode series, Tom versus Time, and Belichick showing up. Like, finally, you get a little bit of a sneak behind the curtain at what you think might be dysfunction – Everybody got a little bit of the puff off the cigarette, and now everybody in Boston and nationally are three-pack-a-day smokers. They can't get enough of the Patriots, and they're losing their minds. Like, Christian Fourier doing a racially insensitive impression of Don Yee. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> like, like well, what, are you, what are you doing? The, the guy who, who's sitting around going, hey, I've got an idea. I'm really bored. Uh, nobody's responding on Bumble. So you know what? I'm going to pretend to be Tom Brady's agent, Don Yee, and prank call one of the reporters. And the reporter believed it. Like, what is happening in New England? I, I wish I could tell you. I mean, I, I don't know that there's any connection between what's happening in regards to the local media there and uh, what what's happened with the team. Um, I, I personally don't put a lot of weight into the Seth Wickersham article. Um, I, I think you saw the same thing when he wrote about the Seattle Seahawks, and you know I, I think if you want to if you want to look for enough uh, of little tidbits or quotes or things to to make or dramatize a story uh, or, or take where there's a gray area and, and try to manipulate it to sound a certain way, I think you can do that with anything. Okay, um, I mean hell, I just saw an article talking about how people thought that McDonald's French fries could actually help cure boldness like that was out there at some point i mean so there because there was a chemical that was in the fries that supposedly is used in in helping to you know help with with men hair loss right. hair loss so like like one thing one doesn't have anything to do with the other uh and, and the other thing is i don't i don't know that it's i feel like the boston sports media has always been like that right i mean like barstool had its moment for a second for a second on ESPN, and that ended very, very quickly, um, which I think we all knew how that was going to end, given that ESPN's owned by Disney. Like, you were kind of thinking to yourself, those things, they don't match, right? Like, Disney and Barstool Sports, like, that's just, that's not a good match. And, and it's its own niche, and it's very successful in its own right, but they definitely push the boundaries and the edge of what's considered appropriate and what's not. And, and I think it, in the position of someone like Christian Fourier and what he did, that's just absent-minded. It's ignorant. Yeah. It's you know insensitive. It's stupid. I, and and it's, it's, if anything, I think it's lazy. And I think, I, I think if, if, if there's anything that the sports media in Boston suffers from, it's from how do you tell the same story over and over and over again and do it in a different way or do it in a more unique way because it seems like every year we see the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So until you get after the game, where then you can break things down and then you can look right. at it, you're basically talking about the same thing every single and, and, and it's almost like this was their first opportunity to really dive into the drama in the locker room because we've never had a peak. Like, there's never been any sort of a peak. And whether you believe any of the Seth Wickersham stuff, it still gave enough of, an, of a window into what you thought could be the situation, and it became national fodder and it became local fodder. And I just wonder how much of this – is is people going? Oh my God! Wait, we finally get to see how uh, how how the thing how things are made there in New England. We finally get a peek, and I think everybody's just sort of lost their mind. 
Like some of these stories that are coming out are nuts, man. Like who who's sitting around going, man, I got an idea. Let's pretend to be Don Yee and crank call a reporter who's been covering the team for thirty years or something. Like it's just it's it's bizarro world to me, man. It's a banana land in Boston right now. <laughs> yeah, you'd like to see that. Yeah. You? Um, but oh. never mind that. We, yeah. yeah, never, never mind all that. As we try and uh, get back on track here, that Brady, sounded really It definitely did, but that is not me because I'm a broadcast professional. Can't say the same. To for Brady. Fill the center uh, enough. <laughs> all right, uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, uh, alongside Brady Quinn. Here it is. Headliner lie. We have not done this in a long time. It is back, and it is going to get violent here on Fox Sports Radio. That is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Steve Desager. Everything final, but one game in the NBA. Eight games total right now. Utah winners of eight straight, trailing late first quarter, 23-17 at the Trailblazers. The Thunder won at home 110-92 over the Memphis Grizzlies. Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony were each out with sprained ankles, but Paul George scored 33 points with eight assists. And the Grizzlies, now with a stellar 18-37 record, have lost six in a row, and Memphis scored only three points in the first seven and a half minutes of the fourth quarter tonight. Houston won its eighth straight game, beating Dallas 104-97. Minnesota and Indiana with wins. Atlanta and Cleveland as well. The Cavs' four new players combined for 49 points in an easy victory at Boston, 121-99. Toronto won its fifth in a row, meanwhile, so the Raptors lead the Eastern Conference by a half game over the Celtics. Toronto won at Charlotte today, 123-103. Draymond Green of Golden State is doubtful for tomorrow with a sprained finger. College basketball wins for Cincinnati and Duke, for Michigan again in Louisville. The Colts' new head coach is Frank Reich. Alex Bowman are in the poll for the Daytona 500, which will be on Fox TV a week from today. Brad Keselowski won today's clash at Daytona, the exhibition kickoff to the NASCAR season. Golf's Pebble Beach Pro-Am was won by Ted Potter Jr. And at the Winter Olympics, as the figure skating team event is going on right now, the women's giant slalom was postponed to Wednesday due to high winds in South Korea. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Right now, it's time for this. News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. Ah. I'm so. This is so much fun, man. Oh man, this this beats uh, recapping a Jaguars game. Oh, I gotta tell you, this is really really fun. All right, so here's how it works. Uh, Brady Quinn and myself, we have created our own headlines, but it could be a lie as well too. We're gonna pick two participants to team up with each of us. We're gonna ask our partner whether or not the headline is a headline or a lie. If if you get it correct, you get a point. If not, you don't get the point. And then we see how we do. We've got five each, and we've got a tiebreaker. So let's uh, let's first find out. Patrick in Virginia Beach is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Patrick, what's happening? What's going on? All right. So who do you want to team up with, myself or that guy Brady Quinn? <laughs> I'll take Dublin Kaufman, Brady Quinn. Yeah, there we go, Patrick. Unbelievable, man! You kiss asses make me sick. Uh, Michael, on, Patrick, where, where are you from? I know you're in Virginia Beach, but where are you from originally? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. There you go. No, See, he's a course. Columbus guy. It's probably this is probably somebody you know. This is probably Fasano, actually. No, it's probably, is this AJ Hawk? This is AJ Hawk, isn't it? Uh, all right, uh, no. Mike. Michael's in Barstow. All right, Michael in Barstow. Listen, Michael, we don't need any introductions. You and I are going to win this game. You ready to win on national radio? 
I'm ready. Let's go. All right, man. Barstow, by the way, uh, the place that has every single fast food restaurant that's ever been created in the history of Planet Earth, Barstow. Unbelievable. Go Del Taco. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they've got a Del Taco there. They serve booze in any of those fast food places? Uh, not a Del Taco, no. not a In-N-Out, no. Yeah, just bring your own. That's what I do. All right, so here we go. Um, so it's it'll be uh, Patrick and Brady and myself and Michael uh, ready to play Headline or Lie. Uh, Michael, you ready for this? You and I are going to team up first, man. We got the first one. You good with this? I'm good. Let's go. All right, so here we go. Michael and Barstow. Headline or Lie. In honor of Paul Pierce's Jersey retirement, a Boston-area bar was offering a free tab for anybody who could do 34 shots of Jameson in one sitting. Headline or lie? 34 shots of Jameson in one sitting? Um, I mean, I'm not, I don't drink a whole lot, but that sounds like a lot of Jameson. I'm going to say lie. Yeah, there it is, Michael. Way to work that one out. Good for you. I'm so glad uh, I got a sober contestant. <laughs> hey, Patrick, Patrick, have you drank it all tonight? No. Okay, good. That's a lie. That, that bodes well for us, okay? But uh, now, obviously, you're, you're a Columbus guy. You're living in Virginia Beach. Are you ready for headline or lie? I'm ready, Brady. All right, here we go. First one. Emotional support peacock denied a seat on a United flight. Repeat it, please. Emotional support peacock denied a seat on a United flight. That's got to be true. It is true. Thanks. Well done, Patrick. Well done. Thanks. Unbelievable. I didn't just give him a layup while you're at it. It's unbelievable. All right, here we go. Michael and Barstow. Uh, let's let's continue to, to hold on to our lead here on uh, Fox Sports Radio here on Headliner Lie. You ready for this, Michael? Let's go. All right, let's he- do it. All right, Headliner Lie. Cops in Pennsylvania found a 19-year-old man naked, covered in cooking oil, and high on LSD earlier this week. (laughs) Cops in Pennsylvania found a 19-year-old man naked, covered in cooking oil, and high on LSD earlier this week. (laughs) I want to say this has something to do with the Eagles fan. I want to say this guy's an Eagles fan. And he was, um, I, I don't know. That's, that's a crazy one. Um, I'm going to say true. Yeah. Wow. All Michael's right. really working these things he out. Was. Yeah. And by the way, don't it's make like any excuses for the guy, Michael. That's no excuse. The, the, guy, the kid was high on LSD. I don't care if the Eagles just won the Super Bowl. Uh, put the LSD down <laughs> and leave the cooking oil in the cabinet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was thinking about how they were greasing the poles and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know. That's the first thing that came to mind, and I don't know whether he wanted to get in on the action or something. I, I don't know what he was doing. I think we're finding a little bit uh, more about you than we need to know there, Michael. i got to be honest, man. Uh, you know, I, gotta, I think it's, I think it's disturbing it's, it's everybody It's a long here. segment. we got to get going. Okay. All right, Patrick, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Oh, breaking news. Frank Reich will not be the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. That's true. That is a lie. Oh, shit. <laughs> See, this is why I didn't like to set up the, the, how we're doing it now. If this was your guy, I would have been excited about tricking him. Come on, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Boom, Patrick, yeah. we changed up how we do this. Oh, Jonas man. thought it was no, confusing no, no. for on. our listeners because no, half of them are drunk yeah, let, at this hour. Yeah, let's, let's, not, let's not bury the lead here. Patrick lied to you on the air and said he hadn't been drinking. <laughs> 
Okay, like, <laughs> come on. All right, now here we go. Michael, you ready for this? We could take a two-point lead here. This could be this could be uh, really doing him in big time here on Fox Sports Radio. You ready for this, Mike? Let's go for the dagger. All right, here we go. A bus boy at the Bogey Bar and Grill in Dublin, Ohio, was fired recently after showing up in drag. Oh God, that'd be true. <laughs> A bus boy was fired for showing up as a drag queen? Yeah, at the Bogey Bar and Grill in Dublin, uh, Ohio. He was fired recently after he showed up in drag. Come on. Brady knows where that is. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. I love how you let him there, Patrick. On, I love it. I love Come it, on. man. First of all, Patrick, did you do that? Were you the kid that showed up in drag, Patrick? Is that why you were saying it's true? Is that what happened no, here? No, no. But Brady and I know where Columbus, Ohio, and what they do there. Yeah, I know where it is too. <laughs> he knows where the bo- it's the Bogey Inn, All by right, the way. Neat. Get it right. All right. Yeah, All right, Patrick, you ready? I'm ready, man. I'm Let's gonna switch go. up the order a little bit on mine. Thousand Oaks loses, or excuse me, Thousand Oaks man loses bet. Has to get tattoo of Eagles and Super Bowl Fifty Two across his buttocks. That's got to be true. Hmm. You're so bad at it's this, Pat. You are awful. Hey, Jonas, where are you man. from? Uh, Thousand yeah, Oaks, Brady. I'm sorry, man. Did you yeah, lose sorry, a Super Brady. Bowl bet? Um, I don't want to talk about it. Listen, okay. Yeah, I, I, let's 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 we'll leave that for hour three as well, too. All right, Michael. Uh, listen, man. We can we can uh, we can win the game here if we get this correct. All right, let's go. Right, you ready for it? I'm All ready. Right, here we go. Police in Scotland this week were involved in a 45-minute standoff with what turned out to be a giant stuffed animal. (laughs) Police in Scotland were... Involved in a 45-minute standoff with what turned out to be a giant stuffed animal. I've seen these at Walmart, and I could really imagine... um, I could really imagine somebody setting this up and... uh, and doing this, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say false. Come on, man. Oh, Come really? on, man. True. All right, Patrick. Damn All right, it. Patrick. Window of opportunity, baby. Here we go. Now, you if ready? you guys get this correct, it's o- if you get it wrong, it's over. True. Okay. Patrick, you ready? You still with I'm me? I'm ready, man. All right, here we go. Florida man tries to order a burrito at a bank drive through gets a DUI. Oh, that's true, man. Yeah, Go that higher. is true. Yeah. Yes, you want to know? So you want to know why that's true? Because he's on the phone with us right now. That's why that's true. <laughs> Who, all right. Michael. All right, so we are all tied. We are all tied. Michael, you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, so we can win the game here, man. All right, we 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 can right. we can we can close the door here on him. We we can take control here on Fox Sports Radio if we get this correct. All right, it'll be over. Let's go, Jonas. All right, here we go. Michael and Barstow. Headline or lie? U.S. Olympic snowboarder Sean White was reportedly high and drunk at the opening ceremony on Friday night. Um, reportedly high and drunk. Is your phone um, upside down, man? <laughs> What's your guess there, Michael? I'm going to say it's a lie. That's how it's done, baby. That a baby, Michael. Hey, Hey, go hit up that Del Taco. It was a valiant effort, man. You were fighting him off. 
Yeah. Although Michael, Michael brought it together at the end. Oh, man. Go hit up that Del Taco, baby. You are a winner. Oh, nothing like getting in the victory circle here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Finally. Hey, by the way, you won't believe this, Brady. Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You will not believe who just won the biggest game of their life. No joke. That has just happened. It just went final. Find out what we're talking about next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Whew. Just a... Uh, I'm going to call it Victory Sunday, man. Victory can, Sunday can here I on announce Fox Sports this? Radio. Just an unbelievable Here's the issue. Here's the me. issue. If we're going to do that format the rest of the time, I, I'm not going to come up with actually good headlines and good lies. Like, like I'm done doing that because I'd only be tricking my own, you know, participant. Yeah, you can you can make noise and ignore it all you want. I'm just saying. I'm boycotting it until we go back to the old rules. Victory Sunday. I'm I'm boycotting it. I'm not I'm not doing the show what next week. What a poor week sport, if we have the man. Same rules. I'm just what saying. What a poor sport. They, they no, because because now I'm going to slack off and just make the worst headlines so my guy gets them all right. That's what I'm going to do. Oh man, hold on a second. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, this is I, how you want to play it. All right. I can't wait for next hey, week. Hey, by the way, uh, can't wait of, for next week. By the way, speaking of not winning, you see that new photo of Sammy Sosa. Uh, I did. Looks like a cross between Bartolo Colon and the kid from Powder. <laughs> I, I think his name was Powder. <laughs> that was like the whole premise of the yeah, movie, but yeah. But I didn't want to say Powder, Powder, and everybody thought I was talking about the old Dolph, Dolphins offensive line coach. So I, I wanted to make sure everybody knew it was the movie and not the old O-line coach. Look, look, Jonas, don't leave out run game coordinator. He was the O-line coach <laughs> and run game coordinator. Yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. What an idiot I am. Uh, by the way, I'm trying to figure out – uh, I got this text message. Somebody on this show sent me a text message a short time ago while we were playing Headliner Live, which I won. First uh, first one of the new year. Um, and if let's just take a guess as to who may have sent this out. All right, let's take a guess. This is not a right. good idea. This is uh, Here's the text message I got. Quote, it's the bogey in ass clown. Who may have sent that text message to, the, to me? Now, I'll, just to give you it was not Steve to say. <laughs> no, let me say this. Eric Roberts always wants us to be on point, on yes. top of our stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I could I could see him sending that, but but that being said, Bobo did tell me one time that he had been to the Bogey Inn. I don't know if it was true or not. Uh-huh. Uh, so he does have experience at being at the Bogey Inn. Okay. And as Patrick, who was my partner in this. This week's headliner lied said, yeah. "We're both from Columbus. We're both aware of of the Bogey Inn. It's pretty." Pretty famous place there in Dublin, Ohio, during the uh, Memorial Golf Tournament. Was that a headline or a lie? Because I'm going to vote that was a lie. Yeah, that's uh, all that, I'm would be a, that would be. A <laughs> what part assumption. of that was a lie? All of that was true. Well, let me tell you what's not a lie. Okay, you want to hear something that's not a lie? How about this, baby? Back in the winner's circle, can we get a round of applause and some sort of celebration music? Live bet Jesus is back. He is back. He had Grizzlies plus 25 and a half. He gave you that winner live on the air. He sent it down from the sports book in the sky, and that's exactly what happened as the Grizzlies cover, and they only lose by 18. Live bet Jesus is back. What about a payout? That, that couldn't have paid out that well. 
Uh, no, you, I mean, you wouldn't have <laughs> won it. Like, like 100 bucks would have gotten you like a, a half pack of gum. Yeah, like $10. To, yeah, you wouldn't, wouldn't want a damn thing. But it's all about the W here, uh, and that is the important thing on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, I could see that. Hey, Brady Quinn, guess what we're going to do next? I have no idea. We're going to look back at our preseason NFL picks. They are brutal. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's next on FSR. Oh, man. <laughs> we, uh... Yeah, we're going to get humiliated on the air in, uh, in just a few minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. That's how it's going to go down. I, can, I already have a feeling I can remember some of our preseason NFL picks, divisions, playoff teams, Super Bowl. We even had some random picks as well, too. Some real gutsy uh, categories that we did in our preseason show here on Fox Sports Radio way back in early September or late August, whenever the hell it was here on FSR. Um, and Steve DeSager, our national update anchor, is going to read the results to us. I have not seen all of them. I just remember a couple of them, and some of my picks were awful, absolutely awful. And so I'm cringing at the thought of uh, getting to that here in a couple of minutes on Fox Sports Radio. That I mean, I, th- I think I had New England in the Super Bowl, so I couldn't have been that far off as far as the yeah. AFC playoff <laughs> picture. The NFC, though, I mean, look, no one had Philly. I don't think I don't think anyone had Philly in Minnesota playing the NFC championship game. Um, I probably had Atlanta or Seattle or someone. See, but um, <laughs> but uh, you're right. He does look like Pee Wee Herman. That is, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You realize you just made that segue on air, uh, and, and no one has any idea what we're talking. Uh, yeah, about. Uh, uh, and you can't. You somebody, can't, you somebody, can't tell somebody at the Olympics looks like Pee Wee Herman. Uh, I didn't see it until Brady pointed it out, and he is spot on. Uh, Hey, Cherry! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Uh, so yeah, he looks fun, just like Pee Wee Herman. It's big, uh, very. It's kind of scary. Yeah, like, it Pee-wee, is. Pee Wee Herman scares me. He always has. I don't yeah. know why. It's just you know something about Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. I always thought looked off, yeah. and then after everything he got in trouble for, yeah. I was like, well, that makes sense. They don't go to a movie theater with him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, by the way, we are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. So we made some picks in the NFL before the season. Um, we went division by division. We went to each conference. We picked our Super Bowl. We picked our playoff teams. We picked some random off-the-wall picks. And the difference between Brady and I is we'll wear it, man. All right, like a lot of people out there will just hope you forget about them until those geeks at a cold freezing takes or whatever that dumb website is tries to burn you because they're waiting for everybody to screw. You know, cold freezing takes or whatever that crummy website and Twitter handle is, you nerds. You know who they are? They're the uh, the parking cop who hides around the corner hoping that you're in subway for 30 seconds longer than the 10 minutes that you're allowed to park in that spot so they can give you your $40 ticket. Oh, They're man. Geeks. I got geeks. after one of those people so bad yeah. one time. I walked out, and we had just got a new car, right? So we had, we had a new tag. And the tag was in, like, the window. It wasn't in the normal placeholder, right? Because it was like one of those paper ones that if it gets wet, I'm sure it would be ruined and uh, the marker would run or whatever they write on it. <laughs> So I, I approached the person and I, I said, "Hey, like, like here's here's the timestamp on this. You know, there, I still have like a, like 20 minutes left. Like I way overpaid. We ended up leaving dinner kind of early, and and she was like, well, the ticket's already written.' And I'm like, "Well, you put down that there wasn't a license plate. That's right there in the window.' I was like, "What'd you miss?' And she was like, "Well, I, I can't take it back now. 
I'm like, what? You giveth and you can't taketh away? I was like, are you serious? She's like, no. She's like, you have to go Sunday night between eight and eight p.m. and eleven, you know, eleven p.m. Eastern, and turn it into the city and, and try. To, I was like, I work then. I was like, I'm actually on th- this radio show with Jonas Knox. There's no chance this is going to happen. <laughs> so I ended up having to like dispute it. It was this whole long process. All because this idiot couldn't figure out that maybe the license plate, because it had, didn't have a license plate on the back, it was in the window, it was, a new, it was like a new car. Unbelievable. Yeah, you know what I do now when I get parking tickets? Roll, Tear them up, roll them up and smoke them like a joint, man. That's what I do. That's what I do, man. Roll them up and smoke them. That, uh, that sounds pretty stupid. It does. Absolutely. All right. You want to hear stupid. Uh, it is time to <laughs> reveal our NFL preseason picks. This is going to be atrocious. Uh, Steve DeSager, he's a professional. He's really good at this stuff. We are not, and you'll notice that uh, pretty <laughs> quickly the, into this. You mean the reading, not the picking. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Steve, uh, how do we, how should we do this? Should we go division by division? You read well, uh, Brady's yeah. and then mine? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I want to say before we uh, go with this, the man who's co-host after you in an hour, Arnie Spanier, has repeated on the air that he picked Dolphins Giants Super Bowl this year. So really that's the standard <laughs> oh, yeah. for the Sunday night host. Listen, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Arnie next year picked the Dolphins and Bills in the Super Bowl. That's how good Arnie is at this whole thing. So By the way, I don't see how Brady's trying to get out of a ticket by mentioning your name. He's dropping your name. She was like she's like, I've never heard of the show. Yeah. I don't know what I'm right. talking awesome. about. That's that makes probably for good. the best. Yeah. yeah. Okay, AFC East, you each picked the Patriots to win that division, and they dominated again. Boom. AFC North, you each picked the Steelers to win that. They dominated that division. We're off to a fine start, gents. All right. What about the AFC South, which was won by the Jacksonville Jaguars this season? You each had the Titans winning that one. Mm. Titans were close, though. They were a playoff team. team. Yeah, it's a wild card team. Missed by a game. Yeah, horseshoes and hand grenades, buddy. (laughs) As far as the AFC West. Oh, boy. Uh, the Chiefs were the Brady Quinn pick, and they Boom. did win the AFC West. Uh, Boom! Jonas Knox had the Raiders. Now, now, Steve, yeah, when you say the when out. you say the Raiders, are you sure that maybe the lighting in that studio is a little off? You meant you meant to say the Chiefs? Uh, I could have no. sworn I had the Chiefs. I oh, think I the you had uh, the optimism of a two and zero start, uh, awesome. and I believe they won four games in the last yeah. four months. So basically, like I picked a team to win that division who not only fired their coach, but they're leaving the state in a year. <laughs> Okay, that's good. They fired real, pretty much everyone, pick. but yeah. However, there were the wild card team picks, and Brady did pick the Raiders as a wild card this year. Ugh. What an idiot, and man. the Dolphins <laughs> as a wild card this you, year. You picked uh. the Dolphins as a wild card team? Hey, what a moron. I was three for four. What right, a moron. On, on Brady picked the Dolphins as a wild card team. And, uh, and one Jonas Knox picked the Dolphins as a wild card <laughs> team this year. And the Chargers. Was, Who's Chargers the idiot now, pick, idiot? <laughs> as I far picked as the Chargers and the Dolphins. Dolphins yeah. wild you were, card team. You were very close with the Chargers, of course. See, that's only because you knew that security guy that used to work that's for the Chargers. True. Also, you know, this is me showing some loyalty to Steve DeSager. He was working a lot of the Charger games there. And oh, we'll Steve, get to one of those games a bit I, later. I, I, was, I was doing that for you, Steve. I was trying to support you, so I wore one Actually, for you, man. when you made these picks, you didn't know I had the Chargers game. But sure, hey, come on, ahead. Steve. We're on the air. Don't give away all our secrets. <laughs> NFC East picks. I don't know who saw the Eagles, as you say, uh, winning that division at 13-3. And, and what, they win 8-9 in a row at one point. You each had the Giants winning the <laughs> NFC East. <laughs> they oh, finished 3-13. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Why did we pick the Giants? 
But, what do you mean, why? They won 11 games the okay. year before. Don't give me why. Yeah, I, I, but I, you know what's crazy? I remember. I actually remember the moment I picked the Giants and going, wow, I'm going to regret that. It's like when you fill out an NCAA bracket, you just know you're making the wrong pick, but you can't stop yourself. It's like a Ouija board. It's just controlling your hands. <laughs> you don't want it to go there, but it's just controlling you to do it. But deep down, you know you shouldn't go down that road. And Look, they lost like every wide receiver they yes. had at one yes. point. That, that's not of course, on us. They okay? didn't have a running game to start with. The Giants right. did finish – one and eleven against NFC teams. <laughs> oh my Ugh, god, sure. they were terrible. That's not going to win you a division. As far as the NFC North, which was won by the Vikings, you each picked the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and we didn't see Aaron Rodgers getting hurt too. Okay, there's a common denominator here. It's injuries. With the Packers losing their last three games, they finished under five hundred. In addition to missing the playoffs this year, damn it. NFC South. Now, the Saints and Panthers finished with the same record. The Saints were the division winner by tiebreaker. Jonas Knox had the Saints. Yeah! Wow, yeah, look that at that. That should be two points right there. Wait, why is that two points? I don't know. <laughs> okay, awesome. Brady Quinn had the Falcons, defending NFC champs, winning their division. And as far as the NFC West, no one saw the Rams doing what they did this season. No. That was one of the previous year, one of the worst offenses we've seen in the last decade. You each had the Seahawks winning that division. Yeah. As far as your All NFC right. wildcard teams, Brady had the Vikings and Saints going to the playoffs as wildcards. Hmm. Oh, Jonas. Hmm. Uh, Jonas hmm. had the Vikings and Dallas Cowboys going yeah. to the playoffs. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on a second. All right. All right hold, hold on a second. Uh, I, I think... Uh, Okay, that I got screwed. I got screwed on the Cowboys pick. Okay, because I don't. I don't think. Hard, uh, I I agree, sir. But I think that Steve Desager is is jobbing me here. I don't think that I actually chose <laughs> no, the Dallas Cowboys. Not true. The Cowboys this season, outside the division, oh, when they didn't get to beat up on the Giants, for example, they were uh, four and six on the season. Oh, that was not brilliant. a playoff team. Brilliant. Seems like there, re- reviving my body Can we and not then murdering me again. Jump on my Cowboys and <laughs> move on, please. Oh, sorry That's about right. that. Lobo. Uh, thank you. The season never happened. Sorry. Move on. Super Bowl pick. Yes. Brady Quinn had the Patriots winning the Super Bowl over mm. Green Bay. All right. Green Bay did not make the playoffs, and Green Bay was Jonas's pick to win the Super Bowl oh, this past man. season. Oh. He said beating Pittsburgh in the big game. Okay, Ooh. now I would have gotten one of those teams, but Jesse James got screwed on that call. And that that nope. cost him nope. that cost nope. him home nope. field nope. 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 because nope. they wouldn't have been looking ahead past Jacksonville and all that. So, so in a roundabout way, I really did get you know, screwed on that call. Without the interception in the end zone from Roethlisberger, they still could have won that game. You realize? <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Sorry, throws a truth bomb. Dealing with facts. Why do you, you just Steve? The Sager just loves pantsing me on the air. It's like the, his favorite pastime. Whoa. Whoa. Well, I will say, say in the next category, worst team in the NFL for 2017. You two each, and most people pick the Jets as the worst team in the NFL. Browns wound up winless. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Didn't I have the Browns as the worst team? No, you had the Jets. Did I? Yeah. Jets finished 5-11. and 11 Yeah, that, you don't know why? Because Brady's a, a Cleveland Browns house man. He's a house That's man not for the true. organization. I, I think I would have given the Jets, like, Unbelievable. two or three wins. It's, it's just, I, I usually – no one ever really goes I don't know why you suck up to that organization, man. you got to let them go, man. You, 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 I, you, for some reason, you give the Browns way too much love. Not me, man. It's, I said they were going to win, like, two games this year. It, it's, it's hard to lose every single game. <laughs> By the they, way. Yeah, they found a way. You know who was the worst at, at the Jets pick? 
Daniel Jeremiah, who's awesome, who works for the NFL Network, and <laughs> I love Daniel good. Jeremiah. Yeah, he went on some show. It might have been the draft or someplace, and he said, "Yeah, you know, I was talking to some executives. They said that the Jets are going to might be the worst team they've seen in the last decade." I remember that before the season, <laughs> and, and the Jets wound up in home games. The yes. Jets were four and four. If you were a Jets season <laughs> ticket holder, yeah, that was well, hard their late. margin of like defeat wasn't that bad. No. Like, they were actually pretty competitive, even the games they lost. The Jets, uh, oh, we have two categories after the Jets. The uh, one was next rookie quarterback to start. Yes. Brady said Mitchell Trubisky. I looked it up. He was playing in October this past season. Mm -hmm. Jonas Knox had uh, Nate Peterman as the next one to start. Now, I I attended the great. What does that mean, next one? Okay, well, because who's going to step in first rounder or otherwise? At the time of the pick, uh, because the correct answer ended up being Deshaun Watson. Because yes, at the yeah. at the time we made the picks, there was no rookie court like it was the next one. Because I think a rookie quarterback had already been given a starting job somewhere. If I'm not, I think it was Deshaun Kaiser was named starting quarterback in Cleveland. And so the next pick after that was who's going to be the next rookie quarterback to play. The correct answer was Deshaun Watson. Okay, I took. Here's why I took Nathan Peterman. All right, now this is also because, because I showed you, you I showed could not loyalty. see his future. Well. I showed loyalty to Eric Roberts, our executive producer, because I actually care about the people on the show. Brady does not. Buffalo okay. fan. Yeah, yeah. T- according what? to Brady, and Bra- this is, again, in, in uh, you know text messages off the air, Brady said, quote, the people on this show are the gum on my shoe, end quote. And, again, I was offended by it. I would never talk about any of I, lo- I love when he reads these, quote, end quote, and I've yeah. never texted him that in my life. Uh, that is true. I made Jones, all of that do you even have my number? No, I do not. <laughs> now, um, did our beloved producer actually I, attend the Nathan Peterman start? He did. It was in L.A. <laughs> he did. I was there. I don't remember the end of it, though. Uh, yeah, you were not there. I started taking shots for every interception. Well, here's so. what happened. I tried, <laughs> I, I tried to cheat. Five okay, in the first half. I tried to cheat on that pick because if you remember there was a report that Tyrod Taylor had this concussion and they didn't think he was going to be ready for game one so I thought I was going to be real smooth and pick Nathan Peterman and I was going to win it after one week didn't happen and not only did it not happen Nathan Peterman basically threw the ball with his feet the first game and then the game ending or season ending interception in the final one see I was terrible the Peterman game in LA I think Jonas should be ridiculed for actually just making that pick based on how it looked once he got in there Uh uh-huh because Jonas that game, be exactly, that. Yeah. Brady, that game he threw six completions to his own team and five to the other team. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to share, Steve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bonus points for being nice. And the final category, and I'll give you each a pass because you're going out a little in the category bowls you pick. Jared Goff will get benched. Who said, said that? Said you. Damn it. Uh, Brady's was Patrick Mahomes will play before the eighth game. The divinity. Ah, not till, <laughs> what, the 16th game, right? Man. We were pretty bad, man. We got to be better next time. You, you were terrible. Yeah. I was sucked at a time that you can't suck. <laughs> that was man. That was awful. I really said Jared Goff should, is going to get benched. Yeah. Not only yeah. did he not get benched, the guy was in the Pro Bowl. Like you could not get get more wrong than that. Yikes. Well, uh, if more people took time off, Nathan Peterman eventually would have been in the Pro Bowl. That's just the way that works. Geez, Steve, do you have to point. pile on? My God, Stealing it's a valid facts. point. Yeah. All right, uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, thanks, Steve. Uh, here, Fox Sports Radio, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, so that was a look back on our awful preseason picks. Uh, up next, though, uh, we're going to look ahead to a coach in the world of football who may be out of a job sooner than you think. Find out who we're talking about next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here in uh, just a minute, we're going to talk about 
a coach in the world of football who could be on his way out sooner rather than later because he had a really, really poor performance very recently. And the answer might surprise you. So we'll get that uh, coming up here in uh, just a couple of minutes. Uh, by the way, if anybody was interested in booking um, Gabby Daleman for the show, I would not argue with it at all. <laughs> not even for a second. Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, You're unbelievable. What? Do you want to explain yourself? A good, good, um, what does she do? Figure skater? <laughs> Curling? <laughs> Hundred yard dash. Uh, I don't thank know. God for Google. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's let's get to this. Before we do, though, I do want to tell you that we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk to me. So you you were all over this stuff, and this happened earlier this week. But I really think that this is important because this could kind of shape how one coaches the narrative around a coach, which has already started to to take a turn, sort of sh- shapes up over the next several months. So Jim Harbaugh gets to Michigan. He's uh, he's supposed to turn the fran- the the, uh, the program around. He 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 did that. I mean, they won you know ten games. They you know from where they were before. A, a big difference, and they're a much better team. But National Signing Day was a few days ago, earlier this week, and they had a rough one. You were all over National Signing Day. Tell me about the opinion around the world of football on Michigan and what Harbaugh has done recruiting. I think when you look at the state of college football right now, it's all about talent. I mean, if I was to tell you that uh, – let me just list the, some of the top ten teams, Okay. Georgia was number one this year. They leapfrogged Ohio State. Ohio State began National Signing Day as number one. They got beat out. Georgia, Georgia flipped a couple guys uh, to close out their signing day, so they were number one. Ohio State was number two. USC had an amazing day. They jumped up to number four. Penn State at number five. Alabama actually had a kind of disappointing day. They're typically number one. They dropped all the way to seven. And then to kind of finish out the top 10, Miami at 8, Oklahoma at 9, Notre Dame at 10. So when I'm listing all these teams, Clemson was 6, by the way, what you see is you, you hear a lot of the teams that are playing in the college football playoff, the, the final four that we see who then play off for the national championship. They're all in that top 10 somewhere, and you can kind of mix and match some of the pieces, um, but, but they've all kind of been in contention for it and playing for it. Where's Michigan. Right? There's supposed to be this huge aura around Michigan, a storied program, all its history, and they've struggled you know, against some of their, let's just call them rivals, if you will, Michigan yeah. State, for example, Ohio State. That's been largely discussed. They sit all the way down at 21, 21st. They're one spot ahead of Nebraska, right? I mean, and that's not a knock on Nebraska, but it is Scott Frost's first year back. So it's not even like he had a, a, you know, an entire year as far as the recruiting cycle to pitch a lot of these kids. I mean, he had to flip some kids at the end in order to get to that spot. And you're talking about Michigan, man, like Michigan. Like I remember when I was coming out of high school, I mean, one, Michigan was one of the teams I looked at going to. I mean, it was one of those programs where if there was a kid in the Midwest, like Michigan was was somewhere in that mix of schools, and there's a great chance they end up going there. Who were your final five? And, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm curious because you brought it up. Who were your final five that you were looking at? I don't know that I ever actually rounded it down to a final five. I think I went from like probably eight teams or so and then went to three. So the final three were Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame. 
Uh, but before that, there was a there's a bunch of schools that were kind of in the running. At South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina was a school I looked at. Yeah, Lou Holtz was the head coach at the right. time. So I actually went down there for a visit, looked at them a little bit. Um, that, that's you know, right. Skip- they, they figured it out years later. They got a Steven Garcia who couldn't stay sober <laughs> for 10 minutes while he was there. Well, uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but, um, you know, so there's a number of schools. But Michigan was definitely one of them. But, but here's the issue now is you've got this team – that when you look at them, I mean, defensively, I think they can get whoever they want. Yeah. Like, that's not an issue. But the issue with this team is they can't score any points, man. Like, everyone's adapted with the times. Everyone's changed. And, and you could have this goofy, hokey, you know, recruiting pitch and sleeping over at players' houses and stuff. Like, you could do whatever you want to try to get people to, to look at you and look at you differently. But at the end of the day, if you don't win, none of that matters. Uh, None me, of that matters. Let me ask you that. I wonder if it's sort of a, a mentality or maybe just his approach um, to things. Because Jim Harbaugh is supposedly an offensive guy, right? Like he gets credit yeah. for for turning around offenses. Uh, Colin Kaepernick's career, most notably Alex Smith's career um, as well, too. But his persona, doesn't it come off as more of a defensive guy? Like maybe that's why he's always had success at being able to bring in defenders. Because the mentality between an offensive guy and a defensive guy, I think, is kind of different. Do you think that maybe it's a little too intense, a little too in your face for a skill player who goes, listen, you know, just are you going to get me to the next level? Are you going to be able to do this? Like, do you think maybe his personality and his pitch lays better on and lands better for defenders around the country than it does offensive guys? I, I don't know how that would even be the case. I mean, look, he's a former NFL quarterback. He was successful as an NFL quarterback, played for a long time. Look at the job that he did, whether it was at San Diego, then to Stanford, then to, then San Francisco. I mean, why would that not be what resonates with high school that's, quarterbacks? That, that's, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm, I'm just asking because it is bizarre. Like you said, he's had success at the NFL. If anybody, like if I'm thinking about going to the next level, I'd want to work with a guy who's got experience at getting there. You know, like, you know what it's, you, you played for Charlie Weiss, right? I'm sure he handed yeah. along a bunch of valuable information to you about well, what it's and like that, at the program. And that's why, that's why it's confusing, one, but I think the, the one issue is, I mean, look at the, for example, let's just put, because I, I believe these two teams open up next season playing each other, Notre Dame and Michigan. Notre Dame was 10th this year, okay, in, in recruiting. And, and Brian Kelly's done a tremendous job there recruiting and, and consistently. Um, look at their offense. You know, a year ago, he brings in a guy named Chip Long, and they run more of an up-tempo offense, more of a spread-style offense. It's not the veer option. It's not some sort of old-school pro-style offense that no kid in high school wants to play for. And also, I think when you play that style of football, it's, it's incredibly difficult to have a high level of success offensively. Mind you, Michigan was 111th in the country in passing yards per game last year. 111th. Now, they had some injuries at quarterback, but I don't care if it was Brandon Peters, Wilton Spate, John O'Corn, whoever it was. None of them were playing well enough. And, and the bottom line is those systems, a pro-style system, requires a lot, both from a quarterback physically and mentally. And that's the hard part is, you know, unless you have an absolute stud, I mean like an Andrew Luck type, I think it's hard now, one, to be able to get high school quarterbacks who probably come from a spread-style system, like Shea Patterson, who may or may not be eligible this year for them from Ole Miss, it's hard to get those guys to adapt. Like, you've got to adapt to them, much like what he did with Colin Kaepernick. That's why I'm just kind of surprised. And maybe he will if they get Shea Patterson, and maybe that'll change a little bit of their luck. But as good as they've been defensively, 
I, they just they can't score enough points. And I think now it's starting to hit recruits where you're looking at them saying, ah, I don't know. Like Michigan doesn't have kind of the same allure as it once did. And that pitch from Jim Harbaugh just – I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't mean quite as much if I'm a quarterback or a skilled position player. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really it's it's bizarre, man. Like it really is bizarre because now he's entering the point to where these are going to be all his guys. So if they struggle, you can no longer go. Well, you know, it was Brady Hoke's guys. Now it's going to be the reverse. People are going to look and go. Well, he was really good with Brady Hoke's players, uh, yeah. but what about his recruits? Yeah. It's it's. Well, like recruiting it, is recruiting is such a an, an insane game if you think about it. Like you've really got to sell. Like I don't know about you, but the difference between eighteen and twenty-two for me was huge. Like I was a completely yeah. different person. Like you've got to sell a kid on going and committing to your program, and then all of a sudden this guy who's in your face comes and he's sleeping uh, in 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 your room with you to try and convince you. You're gonna. I, I wonder if he just weirds and creeps some of these people out. Like I really, oh, it had to have. <laughs> it's but, weird, but, man. You know, here's the thing: is it's not the end all be all to to then be in the top ten in recruiting or, or wherever you need to be. Wisconsin's forty fourth, okay, and they were playing in the Big Ten championship game this past year. You know, it's like, and then they end up winning the Orange Bowl, beating Miami, who was I think ranked what I say seventh or eighth or whatever yeah. they were. I mean, you don't have to be able to have like the top recruits necessarily. Like Wisconsin, the thing they have going for them is they know their identity, and and they know like guys who want to play there are dying to play there, and they develop walk-ons. J.J. Watt was a walk-on. You know, I mean, they have a number of players. Jim Leonard, who's now their defensive coordinator, he was a walk-on. Like, there's a number of guys who they understand the role, they understand what they're being asked to do, and they play to those guys' strengths. And Wisconsin understands that, and they don't need to be a top-10 team in order to be effective. Now, it helps they play in an easier division in the Big Ten. Uh, but that's the problem. Is you look at Ohio State and Penn State, they're the top five, and they're both in the Big Ten East. So Michigan's got their work cut out for them. This I know, though. Don't tease that he's going to be gone. There's no way. Even if he has a down season next year, Jim Harbaugh's there. Whether he signs a contract for life or not, I think he can be there as long as he wants to. It would just come down to if he ends up rubbing people the wrong way. And and you know what I'm talking about. I'm not. Yeah. I don't mean that in any Listen, other way that uh, you could potentially take. And, it. and I did not write that tease. I'm simply reading what's on the teleprompter. So if you got an issue with me, take it up with whoever put it on the teleprompter. I'm just I'm reading what's here. All right, so if I give a tease that that sounds like an uh, an award winning tease, the one thing I never want to do is be over the top with my teases and not deliver what I promise on. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Up next, it's the greatest game show in the history of the universe. But for all the latest from around the world of sports. Steve DeSager. And all you guys need to know about recruiting is that a, an adult making $7 million a year is more than willing to sleep over at a high school or family house. It's weird, Steve. It's a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. Steve, would you, though? Would you for $7 million a year? Uh, well, see, this is the whole thing. I couldn't run that kind of life, even for $7 million. That's just not me. The whole sales and the whole 12-month and always being selling and always on, and I, that's just not me. Okay. Now, now, for two and a half million, no, no. For, for, <laughs> <laughs> even, I mean, once you get to Nick Saban, wouldn't you agree that I don't know how often he's in a recruit's home? I, they've got a weld-oiled machine by now. How often do you think Nick Saban's in a home? Well, they uh, showed him salsa dancing or something with a, a recruit. Nah, it was an electric slide or whatever it was. Yeah, whatever. I, listen, I, I'm all, well, come on, man. Listen, as the mayor <laughs> of Ensenada, as the mayor of Ensenada, everything is salsa <laughs> dancing to me. All right, bub? <laughs> 
I want to see a recount on that election. We have one NBA game still going. Utah is leading big at Portland, 67-52 mid-third quarter. Everything else is final. Oklahoma City's Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony were out with sprained ankles tonight. So Paul George had 33 points and 8 assists. And OKC beat Memphis 110-92. Memphis has lost six in a row. Victories for Indiana and Minnesota for Atlanta. And Houston, which won its eighth in a row, 104-97 over Dallas. Houston from three-point range was 13 for 45 tonight. Cleveland got an easy win at Boston, 121-99. Boston now a half game behind the Raptors for the Eastern Conference lead. Toronto won its fifth straight, 123-103 at Charlotte. College basketball wins for Cincinnati and Duke, for Michigan and Louisville. The Colts' new head coach is Frank Reich, who was the Eagles offensive coordinator. 49ers linebacker Reuben Foster was arrested in the Bay Area on domestic violence charges. Alex Bowman are in the poll for the Daytona 500. Golf's Pebble Beach each Pro-Am was won by Ted Potter Jr. And at the Winter Olympics, the figure skating team event is going to go to Canada. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier right now. It's this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. This is where we dabble in the world of degenerates and we turn things over to our executive producer, Eric Roberts. What's happening, Rob? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, uh, man. What's up? Just feed me, man. Give me my wins, baby. So uh, this is actually the overrunners we're going to be looking at from is actually from the Super Bowl night. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, okay. Kind of a down week for both of you, really. Uh, I'm looking at the thing. We had a total of nine. I took out one of the prop bets, the Bill Belichick hoodie prop bet, because of he wasn't wearing a hoodie, so I just kind of discounted it. Um, so, huh. Jonas, you went four and five. Four and five. On and pops, then, right. Brady, you went five and four. Just about how it always is. Yeah, it conveniently yeah. took away the uh, Belichick hoodie because I actually said that Belichick wouldn't wear a hoodie, but never mind that. So we'll go ahead and uh, <laughs> no, we'll, we'll you picked a color, dude. Let's let's not play that whole thing. Well, you picked a color. By the way, we would have done this last week, but Brady was late. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to rat on anybody, but Brady was late. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't have a heroic entrance like he did on <laughs> New Year's Eve. That's true. All right, so what do we got this week? So this week, guys, we got to switch out of football mode, so we got a little bit of everything. All right. All so we're right. Gonna start, uh, we're going to start in basketball. Number of wins for the Los Angeles Lakers between now and next show. They have two games, one against the Pelicans, one against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Over, under, one and a half wins. Under. Oh. Under. Gosh, I need to start paying attention to this more. Uh, um, they, they just acquired Isaiah Thomas. Trust me, it'll be the under. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you ragging him already. I'll take the under. All right, guys. Um, Cavaliers versus Thunder next uh, on Tuesday. Over under 55 and a half combined points for Paul George and LeBron James. Oh, oh over. Cavaliers, Thunder. Yeah, that's going to be a bit of a showcase. Uh, is Westbrook? Westbrook should play that game, right? I know he's missed a couple of games. Carmelo's missed a couple of games. Um, I'll take the over as well, too. Okay, guys. Um, Damian Lillard put up 50 points in three quarters on Friday night. He is currently playing against the Utah, the Utah Jazz and has 20 points. Over under 35 and a half for him tonight against the Jazz. Well, how much time is left? There's three and a half minutes left in the third quarter. 
And he's got how many points? He right has now? twenty. And so he needs fifteen more. Oh man, that's a good one. Um, and they're trailing. They're trailing by like seventy-two what, 16, yeah. 18, What is it? So I'll they, take the yeah. under. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, take I, the under. There's, I there's, don't think I don't think he scores fifteen in the fourth quarter either. There's three minutes left. I don't know. I'll take the under. All right, guys, holding hands through here. Three for three so far. Well, well nice. it's the first time we've done this, so I'm just making sure we're on the same page. Here. We've never played this game before, so you know, want to make sure. We're Jonas on the same likes page. losing close. He doesn't like winning. He likes losing close. Yeah, I love having my heart ripped out of my chest. My beating heart ripped out of my chest. <laughs> I do chest love how Eric starts off with you, and he'll be like. Uh, Jonas was four and five <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's a jag, and Brady was five and four. Yeah, because Roberts is a J off. He loves he loves teasing me with stuff like that, really getting my hopes up and then crushing me. He's, a, he's just a heartbreaker. I always think that he's actually just rooting for you. So, oh, he's not. He could he couldn't <laughs> couldn't care less. Not e- not even close. I, I mean, see, I just I'm, I'm more pulling for Jonas because Brady constantly thinks I'm pulling for Jonas, so I mean... <laughs> you, said you just admitted it. You're, well, you're pulling for Jonas. Well, I mean, I, if I'm going to be if I'm gonna be called what? out, at least I would hope it like pays off in some way. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. Just remember, Roberts... You just publicly admitted hey, you are always rooting for Jonas. Listen, well, if, you know, because I show some loyalty. I make picks for the Bills because he's a Bills fan, and, you know, I actually... I'm here in studio. Like, you can't even, like, you don't even have the decency to get up, leave your house, and drive into the studio every week. You're just lazy, and you do it from home. I mean, you're right it, around the it corner, probably man. because every time I started to drive and I got there, I'd have to turn back around and just do it again. <laughs> <laughs> just call in. Just call in, man. I'm on the phone. All right, guys. Uh, fourth one here. Do Suns. not call in and do it from your phone. Please, <laughs> for the love of God, don't do that. Suns at Warriors tomorrow night. Margin of victory over under 25 and a half. Suns are not very good at basketball. Hold on yeah, a second. Yeah, and, and Warriors are playing at home. Um, <laughs> hold, on, hold on a second. Margin of victory is 25 and a half? Yeah. Such a big number. Hold on. Um, all right. They've gone, the Suns have gotten blown out here a couple times in the last couple weeks. Like, yeah, they, were down, what, they were down what, by 50 I think to the Spurs a couple times. 25 and a half? <sighs> Wait, are the Suns playing with four guys? 25 and a half? I'll take, you know what? In Golden State... Their their player to watch on ESPN is Alfred Alfred Payton. Yeah, he's got that uh, that wind sock on the front yeah, of his head. I, he's got that weird haircut where he pulls his hair to the what? front. Yeah, he's, he pulls his hair to his front. It looks like a pom pom on the front of his it's head. A it's a built-in hat. It's really weird. It's real. It's bizarre. Look up Alfred Payton. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at their last five five losses. Five oh, games. Bad. Yeah, Phoenix. It's been bad. really bad. I mean, they've lost by like thirty. They lost by five. They lost by. Almost 20. They lost by 30. They lost by 10. And by the way, you want to talk about a fun place? The Phoenix area, man. Woo-wee. That is Old Town Scottsdale. Yeah, man. That'll get you in trouble. Listen. Here's the issue. It's the first road game for them for a a two-game road trip. So... I don't know. That's a big number, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm you know. I'm taking the under. I'm gonna have some faith in in my Phoenix Suns and uh, Alfred Payton, who's got that uh, that wind sock on the front of his head. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. With the <laughs> I'm gonna sun. be honest. When you first said that, I thought you were talking about something else. I'm gonna take the over though, <laughs> just to, just to make this a little bit different uh, because we we've been hand in hand this whole. You know time, what it looks so. like. You ever seen the movie Free Willy? That that crummy movie. Free Willy, how, how wow. the uh, the fin on that whale was bent you over. You really the whole did time. like Free Willy. The movie stunk. That movie's um, a heartbreaking movie. Yeah, terrible. I, I didn't feel the least bit bad for him. Uh, like you know that the fin folded over because he was in too small of a tank. That looks like Alfred Payton's hair. Like that folded over fin on Free Willy. 
<laughs> Are we good. on? It's good now. <laughs> final, final one, guys. Final one. So Tom Brady posted a picture on Instagram today. This Sunday's outcome is a bit better than last Sunday's, and it's a picture of him and wife Giselle Bunchen kissing with the sunset in the background. Aww. Over under one and a half Instagram posts by Tom Brady in the next week. Oh, that's good. Under. That's how Jonah says it. I'm going to take the over. Give me the over on uh, on Tom Brady one and a half Instagram. Costa Rica. I mean, there should be some more photo ops, right? It's something about what? that that quarterback Why? He's on thing. Vacation, man. You know, I think I think it's a quarterback thing. Brady loves Instagram. He's always posting stuff on Instagram. I'm not really into <laughs> it myself, but Brady is. Yeah, Brady's I love when you say this sort of stuff. Is really, Thank you. Is through Thank the roof. You. The only thing I send now is just GIF emojis. And, and <laughs> no, that's I it. Know. Like GIFs and emojis the whole time. <laughs> I sorry, we were talking about this. If I if I didn't have a show to promote, I may have never sent a tweet in my entire life. Like I just like it just there's a lot about it that I just am not a big fan of, but you know, never mind. All right, so there we go. There it is. We differed on what one or yeah. two? Well, it's the first week we've done this. Did you even pick anything for Tom Brady's? Yeah, deal? I, I said the uh, the over one and a so half. So we picked two different. Yeah. Okay. Listen, we're good, man. All right, we've got uh, we've got something we need to get to. So he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Um, so we need to get to something here. It's very important. Uh, a lot of us are feeling the pain of a really big issue in the world of sports, and we're going to try and cope with it together. Don't go anywhere. We'll do that next. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. We've got two pieces of great news, all right, two pieces of really, really good news. The first is 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier will take over the airwaves. All right. If you've never heard him before, stick around. Always a fun listen. Uh, if you think you're bad at sports gambling or making picks or predictions, listen to a segment and a half of Arnie Spanier. He's the worst of all time. <laughs> there, there's never been anybody worse at anything than Arnie Spanier making predi- predictions. Never been anybody worse. Um, so that is coming up. That is the first piece of, of great news. The second piece of great news is – there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Um, you know, uh, two years from now, we're not going to have this problem. But, you know, no football. Kind of a bummer, man. Like, all of a sudden, there's a lot more time left on the, in the weekends. A lot more going on. Now, I love talking offseason NFL. We can dabble into some other things. But we're not going to have to worry about this in two years because we'll have the XFL. So... You just oh, got to get through these two years. Don't start. Come what? on, man. That thing, if that even stays afloat. You're there's going, a reason, man. There's a reason why it sank last time. Listen, okay. you're you're going to the XFL. No, here's the yeah, thing. that are. like it, This is what makes me crazy. You're about going, this. Brady. We've got a huge, a worldwide event that's occurring right now. Right now as we speak. The Winter Olympics. And you don't want to talk about how much you love your boy, the half-pipe champ, Sean White, and how you think he's the greatest Winter Olympian of all time. You know what, man? That's a dirty pool by you right there. That's dirty. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is dirty. First of all, uh, if Sean White walked into this room right now, okay, I know I knew he's like this big-time celebrity. If he walked into this room right now with the snowboard that he won a gold medal with, i tell him to go get me a cup of coffee, okay? <laughs> I, 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 I don't get it. Not my thing. And this is where the issue with no NFL comes up because – it used to be not that long ago. You had Sunday night football. We could sit here and watch some NFL, and and you could watch the end of the of the Sunday night game and listen to Collinsworth and Al Michaels make a gambling reference. And now, <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the schedule, and I got to go home. 
and realize that all that's coming up is snowboarding, right? Like, I don't want, I'm just not into it, man. I just, it doesn't do it for me. Like, there are certain Olympic events that I can rally behind. Gymnastics, a uh, little bit of ice skating, um, yeah, curling. What about the luge? Didn't you have an issue with the luge, I or did. did you like it? Okay, I don't have an issue with the actual event. All right, by the way, he's, he is saying luge, L-U-G-E. Okay, that is a G. That needs to be yeah, pointed sorry. out here. Instead um, of what? Okay, here's here's my problem. Okay, here's my big issue with the luge event, all right, for the men. Like, all this money that goes into the Olympics, all the finances, the backing that they have, all the sponsor money, they can't find a, a, a suit for these guys to wear where the seam doesn't go up through the middle of their crotch. Like, nobody, nobody looked at this and said, hey, you know, maybe it's not a good idea to carry a loaf of bread with fishing wire. You know, maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's not a good idea to do. And they've got the camera at their feet, so you have no choice but to stare at it. It's, it's uncomfortable for everybody watching. You imagine, like, you've you got to fly down an ice tunnel at 200 miles an hour on a sled, and you're getting a front wedgie. Like, just think about that. That's uncomfortable. Like, nobody there thought, hey, maybe we should design a suit that's more comfortable for guys. Am I the only one? I mean, I honestly didn't see it, but after you brought attention to it, I tried to go back and watch. It definitely looked uncomfortable. It reminded me of a time where I took my daughter to the zoo, and we went past, like, the camel exhibit, and it just Hold on. I'm not going to finish, (laughs) but I think you know where I'm going with that one. That's what it reminded me of, and I was just like, "Oh, this is this is terrible. This is this is awful. I can't watch this." It's very uncomfortable. Man. <laughs> it's if, very here's uncomfortable the thing: to watch. if you're the producer, how do you keep cutting to that angle? Like, why? Why do you keep going to that angle? Only because it's just it's sitting there, square in your face, yeah, like right in your face, like right in between your eyes. It's just sitting there. Here's you know? okay for people that can't understand what the feeling's like. Why don't you take a jump rope? wrap it around your neck and through your crotch tie it as tight as you can and then hop on a wheelbarrow and go flying down a cul-de-sac and just see how comfortable that is it's crazy and it's cold so, so you can't feel good about anything it's awful at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.